I, I've never done this before, but like driving here just now, I actually called my mom and like asked her like how the Greg Glassman podcast went because I yeah. wanted her to tell me how great I am to kind of like get me up for this. You're like, I'm the best. Yeah. She's like, oh, you started off a little slow. I'm like, I'm not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> you know, like I just wanted her to be like, you're fucking amazing. You went to the Olympics. I did. <clears throat> I did go to the Olympics. <laughs> I don't like talking about it that much. Yeah, you you're, know, you're over it. Yeah, because everyone's like, oh, you're an Olympian. That's so cool. And you're like, most of your conversations then are based around that, which is fine. But it gets old after a little bit. We'll circle back to that. Yeah. You, you went to the fucking Olympics. Yeah. Did you fly first class? No. Because you pay for all your own shit. Mm, no. The U.S. ski team pays for all my stuff. Did you sit next to someone cool? Yeah. Nah, no. Are we on? We are. Oh. Oh, okay. You want to change your answer? Yeah, totally. Flying, <laughs> flying, flying, flying internationally, I have no problem with it. I have no problem going long distance. Um, but, but I want to, I, 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 even, even, you know, in coach, but I want it to be someone I like, like. Yeah. And the more intimate I am with them, like, if I'm with my wife, it's chill. Mm-hmm. Right? But if I'm next to some stranger, I'm like, not so much. Yeah, I was next to a teammate, so it wasn't too bad. Oh. But I have the bulkhead. Uh-huh. I'm 6'7". So when you're in the bulkhead, you can't extend your legs. It was a 12-hour flight. The bulkhead is when there's no seat in front of you and it's just the wall. Yes. But isn't that better? If there was a seat in front of you, it would be even worse. No, because then you can move your feet under someone's seat. With ah. the bulkhead, you're just, you're limited. Can you do this? Yes, you can, but for me, I'm like all squished up. There's not enough room. What, what shoes are you wearing? Size 15. Oh, ri- what kind of shoes are those? Oh, Innovates. You were, they're still around? I think so. How old are those shoes? Uh, I just got them. Oh. Because yeah. I saw I saw one of your videos um, online that you were wearing gray nanos fours or something. Yeah. They were nice. Do you still have those? Nope. Okay. Wore a hole through them. Oh, all right. <laughs> cut, cut, that, sh- cut that part out. The online it says you're a size 12. Yeah, that's not right. I was gonna say I um, wear a size 12 ski boot. Oh. Because anything 14 and over, you're kind of fucked. Very. Because I have a friend who's a size 14, and whenever I want to get them nanos, they rebox like, we're going to have to stretch those out. Yeah. And then... So you just wear whatever you can get. For the most part. Innovate makes a 15, and it's one of the most comfortable shoes I've ever had. I approve. Innovate, if you're out there, just hit me up with some shoes. Hook them up. Hook them up. Yeah, that's amazing, because I was actually going to say Dave Castro is a size 12. Really? And Yeah. Yeah, they look like duck feet on him. Is he a tall dude? He's 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 not short. Oh. I'm five five, so everyone's tall to me. He's yeah. he's six one. Maybe, oh okay. Maybe five twelve. How tall are you? Six two. Are you taller than him? Yeah. You can see the top of his head. <laughs> you posture, you front on him. You went to the Olympics. It's kind of crazy because. Anyone can be in the CrossFit Games. Did you do the Open this year? Nope. Oh. The Open... I don't approve. <laughs> I knew that was going to come. The Open clashes with my sport. Did you send in your 20 bucks? 
Nope. I disapprove even more. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Maddie didn't do the open. We're done. Hey, we call, call, hey, land the plane, Eric. <laughs> Speaking of landing the plane, <laughs> I was listening to that great Glassman podcast on the way down because yeah. I just took my L1 in Aroma, so I'm from Tahoe, and I was driving down. And I was stuck in traffic in San Jose. And you're like, land the plane. And he just hit it. <laughs> and it... I didn't expect it coming. It was so loud, and I like I was swerving in traffic. I was like, "Dude, that is." It's got kind of a buildup to it. I would pre- I'd like it a little more like. It does come on really loud. That's amazing. You made it to an end of a podcast. I don't think anyone ever makes it to. I'm an still end. surprised whenever I hear that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's cool. So, what did you think of the Greg podcast? I really liked it. You did? I really enjoyed it. How was your L one? Um, humbling. Very humbling. Tell me in what way. Um. <clears throat> this guy went to, oh Matt, sorry. This is Bryce Bennett. Mm. He went to the Olympics. Mm. He wears a size 15. He wears Innovates. He didn't enter the Open, and I think you heard he drove down from Tahoe and took his L1. He's got massive hands. Look at those things, man. Yeah. Can you make him call? Yes. Can you make them clap? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have a help. friend who's a size 14, and that's one of the tricks he can do with his hand. Clap. He can clap Single with one hand. hand. Yeah. Okay. Humbling. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I've been doing CrossFit for four or five years now, and I expected it to be like that I'd have somewhat of an understanding for human movement. It was pretty apparent about 10 minutes into the class that I just didn't understand clearly. And how those L1 seminar staff teachers are like, they're on a different planet. They're so amazing at what they do. They're under depth of knowledge and understanding of human movement is pretty impressive to who is your favorite in this group i see you got hollis you got michelle moots did you have zach pine oh yeah we had zach Zach. pine they were all amazing did Uh, you get called i did like hollis a lot yeah hollis Hollis. (laughs) i saw hollis this morning oh you did yeah He's a good dude. I can't. I can't find you in the picture. Which one are you? Are oh, you? Oh, that one right there. <laughs> <laughs> that one tall guy. Hey, so those of you who are listening, um, although Bryce is really tall, he's not. He's not weird looking. Like you're not. You don't look. You know what I mean? Like you're not like Tony Robbins or nothing. Like your head and your arms and your. You're like you're proportional. I, I guess. Do you know what I'm I mean? Kind of skinny. Uh, well, yeah, you're 220, but yeah. you're just thin. You're you're Conor McGregor uh, style. That's crazy. 220 pounds on you look skinny. You'd look yeah. like the state puff marshmallow if you <laughs> <laughs> I'm 165 and 20 pounds overweight. <laughs> Hollis taught me my air squat. Hollis was my instructor at my first L1. No way. He is He's old as fucking dirt. <laughs> yeah, how old is he? I don't know. Probably younger than me. How old's Michelle? I don't know. She's don't freakish, know right? She is f- yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. She's pretty she's pretty cool. She was doing GHD. They're demonstrating the GHD setup and she was the demonstrate tea and she we was call just them like, demo girls yeah the demo girl and she was just hammering them out i was like dang that was impressive <laughs> and that's a weird one for you right at six seven yeah G- everything's weird for me <laughs> well i mean except rowing wall balls assault bot assault bike oh yeah. yeah you are kind of fucked like in a garage gym you're not doing overhead squats no you're not even jerking you're not even doing anything Snatch. overhead Nothing. Just slam through someone's <laughs> oh it's so nice being five five that's i don't know if i've ever said that yeah, I, there's like a sweet spot in there. I don't know where. <laughs> Between five five and six seven, somewhere in there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Walking through doors, being tall, beds. 
in a hotel oh, room. Oh, actually, it's last night when, when you yeah. emailed me, I was actually like, oh, fuck, this guy's on a hotel bed right now. That must suck. So I got the king. It was okay. So what happened <laughs> to your cell phone? I dusted it. Is it, uh, a, is it an iPhone? Yeah. And, that, and so sick. we can see the battery? Can we see the back? I've never seen the inside of an iPhone. Oh, no. Oh. It's, it's not just the front. That's the screen. Okay. So you... So that caused it to stop working? It works, but it starts pushing on different things. and Can you make phone things calls? Things start popping up. Yeah, I have to do the, like, Siri. I have to ask Siri. To do it. Did to you speak it. to Kelly last night? How did you know that? Oh, you're good. <laughs> <What>? You're good. <laughs> Does Kelly like you because you look like Keanu Reeves? Has anyone ever told you Most that? Most likely. Has anyone ever told you that? Uh, no. You're a, that photo Never. that they use for the U.S. Ski Championship. Are you fucking kidding me? The one in the, when you're in the little corner <laughs> and it looks like you just got off a horse. You're the only dude who's wearing a hood, a hat, and you kind of got like a side thing and you got like that dirty black mustache. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. No one ever says you look at Keanu Reeves now. Not one person ever. I'd have to. I'd have to see it. You're 25 years old and like. I, Right, you're 25? I am 25. And, and I know this because I hang out with a lot of 25-year-olds. Like, to have your phone stop working and not be texting Kelly every 15 to 30 minutes could be a deal-breaker. Isn't that the way your generation does it? Uh, yeah, most likely. <laughs> the Tide bots too. <laughs> I don't participate oh, in that. right. <laughs> right. The old Tide pod. You're a little old to be doing the Tide thing. Way too old. So let's yeah, see. no. This picture right here. Oh, Yeah. Oh, that one? Yeah, I can kind of see that. And there's another one. That's not. The, there's another one where you're wearing a hat and a hood, and you're you're always cockeyed. Like everyone else is always like straight, and they're. It's like the, the yeah. last minute you made the team, and they look for photos of you. Yeah. Well, the majority of the people that ski race that are in these races, they're from, they're all European, and they're very like, proper, you know, clean cut. So I like to switch it up a little bit. Do you I don't know like if that. that's good or bad, but I think it's good. I do too. Um, do you smoke weed? Uh no, I but don't. Is it is it? It seems like the sport where shit everyone's smoking weed. Not this sport. No. Not this sector of sport. Park skiing, where you're doing the jumps and sliding the rails. <laughs> There's a little bit of weed smoking going on there. Devil's lettuce. <laughs> you, you know, you can just walk into a store now in Santa Cruz and just just get. Yeah. Show me your ID and you're good to go. It's legal. Yeah, yeah. I bought um, I bought uh, 25 seeds. Actually, I bought 12 seeds the other day. I don't even smoke weed, but I just wanted to do Are it just because. I did. I I planted it. I bought 12 seeds for 135 dollars. I opened the package. There were actually 25 seeds in there. Mm-hmm. And then I put them all in Rockwell cubes and they sprouted. Now I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. But I just kind of wanted to put do them it in to your be, backyard. I just wanted to do it to be like fuck you. I think you can. I think you can only have four. You're just sticking it to the man by girls. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. We had Craig. Do you know who Craig Howard is? I do not. He owns um, Diablo CrossFit. Amazing gym, 600 members in Northern California, really swanky neighborhood. When we for, In 2008, when I went and visited his gym, one of his trainers had gotten uh, was selling some weed in the parking lot, and he shot someone and killed him in the exchange. Yeah. Yeah. What? That's right. Yeah. And his trainer <laughs> is still me? in jail to this day. For something now that you can just go into like the store next to Safeway, you got you got <laughs> to get and get. You got to make your hustle some way. The Uber, world Uber is wasn't a around. Weird place. That's yeah, everyone. Um, when you drive around Santa Cruz or Berkeley, like 
every time you get in your car, you smell weed. Someone smell, is it like yeah. Tahoe is like that, right? Yes. Everywhere you very, go. Very, very prevalent. How far do you live from your gym? Uh, 10 minutes. Have you ever gone from your house to your gym and not smelled weed? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, but oh. Tahoe's spread out. There's, it's, you don't like drive through the town or yeah, city. Yeah, it's a mountain town. You can smell trees and There's like, wilderness nature. Yeah. Are there more dispensaries than there are CrossFit gyms? We don't have any dispensaries right now in our county. I actually believe Which that is you weird. don't smoke weed now because I'm sure there's got to be a dozen dispensaries in Tahoe. <laughs> How many dispensaries are there, there, are there in Santa Cruz? Oh, f- uh, hundreds. Those green, yeah, those green crosses. <laughs> yeah, you go to Colorado too, which is like yeah, those green crosses mean that we sell weed. Uh-huh. I swear to God, when I drive to work, I'm like, are you kidding me? Cross, cross. Yeah. I don't smoke weed. Matt, do you smoke weed? No, I mean, occasionally, but I don't go out of my way to. So I don't know what I'm going to do with these plants. But I just thought it was kind of cool. Just start selling them. Get into the weed, weed game, dude. Is 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 the reason you don't... <clears throat> this My job's too good. I'm doing the health thing. Is the is the reason you don't smoke weed, weed because you're, 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 your sport is fucking dangerous as all get out? Uh, no. Is your sport dangerous? I don't really enjoy smoking weed. Okay. I think that's, a, that's a pretty common response. I don't really enjoy it either. Dodge that bullet. Makes yeah. Paranoid. Is your sport dangerous? Yes. Like very. Very dangerous. Incredibly T- dangerous. Tell. As in like, we lost, <clears throat> we lost a fellow World Cup racer this season. He had a training accident and he, see all this, <clears throat> if you pause it. We'll keep going a little bit. A little more. Okay, pause. All this red fencing on the side, that's all safety netting. So he had an accident where he went under the safety. He fell. He was trying to stop, and he caught an edge, and he fell into the safety netting and went under it and hit a tree and died. And And he hit a tree at 60 miles an hour? Yeah. Head first. Jesus. Holy shit. Is the person who put up the safety netting in trouble? Um, no. Not at the moment. It's more of an accident. What What state did that happen in? That was in Canada. Did you know? Early the, season. Did you yeah. know the guy? Oh, my God. It's not, it's not safe. Generally, these races, they're pretty well protected. We call it the fencing protection. So they're pretty protected for the most part. You don't generally see those types of accidents. You more see, like, Broken back, blown out knees, blown out shoulders, broken bones. <laughs> yeah, sounds like <laughs> sounds like girls softball. Sounds like kids sports. Yeah, totally. Pop Warner football, girls soccer. How, girls. how fast are you going? The like fastest I've ever gone is clocked in a race is 99 miles an hour. Holy shit! I won't even go that fast in my car. And that's two you minutes. You drive a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's two minutes into a race. It's in Vangen, Switzerland. Oh. So you're, you're like on the verge of like lactic acid threshold. Like you're seeing colors. You're starting to kind of black out at that point. And then you go almost 100 miles an hour. And there's still 35 seconds left. Is that is that the longest? I think I that's the longest track in your that sport. Is, that is the longest downhill in our sport. Two point how many miles? It's like two. Ooh my yeah two points. It might be even longer. Three. I'm not sure. So you're you're standing still at the t- and the gate opens at the start of the race. Yes. And some lady says what to you? 
The guy I've seen in the videos, there's a lady yelling something at you as you as you come out of the. No. No. So there's a. You're telling me my eyes are lying. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she's my. Yeah, that's our physical trainer. Hey, she, she just so everyone knows, I'm right. Bryce was wrong. Yeah, totally. She's our PT. Okay. What's she yelling physical at you? Physical therapy. To go fast, basically. <laughs> She's like motivating me. God, I want it. She give yeah. you a slap on the ass before you head out there. Uh, no, uh maybe. We'll leave that one as a maybe. Yeah, okay. we'll leave that as yeah. maybe. So she yells, "Go! You're you're at a standstill." And is there correct? <clears throat> so long jeans. They're the timer. They're the official timekeeper of these races. So this timer, as soon as this wand breaks open, the clock starts. And then there's split. What breaks the wand open? You? Yeah. My okay. shin's hitting that wand. So even if they say go and you have a slow start, it doesn't affect your time because it's you actually start the clock. Correct. Okay. There's a time window in which you have to go. Okay. So it's, they'll say 10 seconds. There's a, it's actually a machine that makes a noise. And then it's 10 seconds. And then it starts at 5. <clears throat> 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. And then you have an, an additional five seconds to leave the start gate. If you don't leave within that 10 seconds, you're disqualified. Have you ever waited like four seconds no. just to fuck with? Does no. anyone do that kind of dickish shit? No, no. <laughs> That'd be a baller move. Hey, the Olympics, you, if you know someone there, they should license Dave's voice for three, two, one, go. Yeah, they should. <laughs> totally. I was just thinking, how can they implement this in the games? Put a wand in front of everybody's lane. Dave's yeah. Like, Dave's like, go. And everyone just stands still. <laughs> Wait. And so then you go, and you go from zero to 99 miles an hour in, this in, in, in that race. You the one you're talking about. Yeah. Kind of. You're just kind of... What I mean is, is your focus is you're standing perfectly still, and you have a very short time to acclimate to this fucking crazy speed. Yes, very short. And usually, these days are incredibly long, right? You'll go up... <clears throat> It's what we call inspection. So you'll go up early in the morning, around 7 in the morning, and say inspection starts at 8 o'clock. So we get an hour and a half to look through the course. So we'll, all of us will slowly slide through the course. And then, on these same skis that you're competing on? No. Totally different skis. Okay. But you're on skis. But I'm on skis. Okay. Correct. And then, <clears throat> what am I trying to say? Uh, We're go, talking you, about just inspecting you, you the course. Inspect. Yeah. Oh, the days are long. The days are long. Yeah. So once we inspect the course, we You're get You're too that. young to be doing that shit. We get an hour and a half to inspect the course. And then we'll... The start of these races will be at like 12 or 12.30. Okay. So you're done at 9 and you have to wait till 12.30 uh -huh. until you can go. And then there's intervals for the top 15 and 15 to 30 for TV. So it's going to be two and a half minute intervals intervals for these days so it just turns into an incredibly long day it takes two hours basically to get through the top 30 do you hang out up here all day or are you at the base <laughs> yeah there's usually a place provided for the athletes to hang out wherever that may be is it warm is it nice yeah it's warm is nice. there a fire why internet food a drinks. place to warm up yep warm up and then <clears throat> You gotta kind of conserve energy throughout the day, so you only take one, maybe two f free runs to like warm up for skiing. Where do you do that at? There's another slope. Yeah, there's just another slope somewhere, another trail that you can go ski. When you have the hour and a half to do to to assess the course, what are you doing? Tell us about that. Um, 
Is it the first time you've ever seen the course when you get on that? Yes. So, so basically how a week of one of these races will go is we'll show up, and then we'll have two, two training runs, and then we'll have the race. So you get two days of training. On so the you course. inspect, do a training run, inspect, do a training run, inspect, and then you do the race. So they're, they're long courses. They're all spread out. So we'll have eight or nine coaches spread out through the hill, and that's their section. As far as they can video, they're all videoing one coach in the same place all weekend. So, Bryce, you need more air here. Bryce, you you're, keep getting up on one ski. Yeah. Bryce, and then when you go back in there, just fucking working you. You need to bring your... You need to adjust your line here. You're going too straight into the turn. You're too far out. Things like that. Do you know most of the stuff already that they tell you? Yeah. Because you've so, done it a million times. Yeah, for the most part. So do you listen to your coaches when they tell you to like change your line, or do you just say, no, this is right? I'm um, it depends. Usually they're they're there to... You talk to them. You just converse about it, and you argue, they argue, and try and find the, the happy medium. Are you ever in control of my like, skiing? Yeah, like when I'm, I watched a shitload of it last night, and <laughs> none of the guys, no, everyone always looks like they're like fighting for, con, like they're going so fast that they're not totally in control. Yeah, like, like it's that part of skiing that I don't like, the part I avoid. It seems like you guys stay in that state. Like, no, we're in control. You are in control. Yeah, very much so. It's when you make a mistake and you're a little off balance and you're going 90, then it's then you're way out of control and off balance and it's you still have control but not you're limited. What what are the different degrees of mistakes that you can make? Like what's like a minor mistake and what would be like tragic? A uh, minor mistake would be like <clears throat> like really minor would be like you missed uh you got late on a turn, and you put the pressure too low. I know that's... No, no, that's what I asked. Yeah. <laughs> and then a major mistake would be, like, you fell, and you hit the fence hard. That's over. You don't fall and get up in this sport, right? And finish the race? No. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> these races are point nine eight of a second. Oh, wow. Are you supposed to touch those gates? Nope. Doesn't but matter. But you're allowed to. Yes. Okay. Cause, and and they don't ever hurt. Oh, it totally hurt. Cause you guys slap the shit out of yeah, them. Yeah, you hit a gate. It's a plas- They're thick plastic poles. And I don't wear any protection on my arms. What's for race days? What's the width of the between those blue lines? Those bl- probably t- twenty meters, maybe. Oh, that far? Okay. It looks very, the, very narrow. It depends. It like the gate. Gate to gate, the distance changes, but... I like how you use meters. Yeah, it's all in meters. Because he hangs out with euros. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, I, I noticed also that they, people come outside the blue lines. Yes. That's fine. Totally fine. That, those, the the blue course lines, is just a suggestion. Basically, you just have to start at the top and get to the bottom. The, the blue lines are there for, for reference, for okay. us. Okay. We use them a lot. So is there an out-of-bounds? Yeah, if you... No. No, there's no out of bounds. There is no out of bounds. There's so, no OB. Yeah, so what do the gates even signify? More reference? You got to go around the gates. Okay. You have to go in between them. There's two of them usually. Okay. And what what are the events you actually participate in? Downhill, which this is downhill. And there's no gates. That's just bombing. There's gates, but for the most part, it's 
going straight and bombing fast. And then there's Super G, which is a step down from downhill. And the gates are a little closer, still going very fast. And then GS, they all step down. And then Slalom, which is the tightest one. And when quick. you mean step down, you mean a step down in speed? In the distance of the gates. Okay. Mm. So Slalom's... The gates are really close, and downhill, they're really far, far okay. apart. Okay. That makes uh, sense. Shit, we're learning shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I showed up. What happens if you have to take a piss and you're in that suit? Oh, it's the worst. Is it the worst? Because it's a double zip. Mm-hmm. So you have to zip it down, and then, oh, I'm stuck. <laughs> that, gotta, that cord's not made for it. someone of your size, by the way. That You're the tallest person who's ever worn yeah, a headset. It's, it's the tallest t- person who's ever been in this room, sat in that chair. Building. Use that coffee cup. <laughs> yeah. I got hooked up. Uh, it is a pain in the ass? Yeah, total pain in the ass. And does it happen? All the time. Every single race. <laughs> like, you're like, okay, I'm ready. Oh, God, I got to take a piss. Wait, yeah. so it's double zipper on the side? How do you how do you go about putting it on and taking it off? You got to slide it on one leg at a time. Just like you know, any other pair of pants. And then, like, crawl into it and then bend over and zip it up. You don't need, like, a special tool to put it on? Nope. Okay. You, do you, have to get, no, like, you don't have to like shoehorn it on. Do you have to get assistance? Or is it like one? Yeah, sometimes show? you need assistance. Bet. I you, mean, you wear a, a back protector. Bryce is in a sport where he has to wear a leotard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most uncomfortable. So when, when, when you go skiing and, you know, for like for recreation, you're not showing up in this suit? No, I, I always wear that. <laughs> All the time. I love it. They're super warm, too. Dude, in Santa Cruz, that'd be a hit. Yeah, people wouldn't bat an eye. Do you have yeah. any do you have any say over do you have any say over those colors or anything about your suit? Um your outfit? What's it what's it called? A speed suit. Speed suit, do you have any say over it? Not really, no. The a team just gives it to you? Yep. And do they modify it for you? Like do extra sewing? Yep. They're all custom made in France. We spent a lot of money on suit technology. So different materials and the oh, way I wish those Greg was here to address that. Suit technology. <laughs> Yeah, it's totally lame. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, just the way the material, how they all, the different materials interact with each other, yeah. it makes a huge difference. So you gotta, all of the nations are spending a lot of money to develop suit technology and different materials yeah. and how to combine them. And Dude, Armenia's not spending month. shit on suit technology. No, they're not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, see how I worked that in? I don't know. Did you know I'm Armenian, Matt? Did you have, do you have kids too? <laughs> I, I feel like a similar thing happened in swimming when they started really developing like the bodysuits. Yeah. And they finally got to a point where it was like it was too much. They cut it. Yeah, they were like, Hey, we're just this is our baseline now. Yeah. Aren't all the world records set in that yeah. suit? I wanna say it was like in the speed suit? A couple of no, weeks ago. In the for swimming. And uh, yeah. yeah, in their special speed suit. Yeah, yeah guys. The reason I asked about the tools, I I think there was like a swim like bodysuit that you had to have a tool yeah. a tool to put on. Can every, can, so how do the Olympics work? Does every country get a chance? Not, not every country can send someone to do this, to be in the downhill speed, speed, what do you call the event? Downhill? Yes. Downhill slalom? 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 Just downhill. Just downhill. Just downhill. Did, can every country send someone, or you have to have a baseline of speed or qualification? I think you have to have a certain world rank. Okay, so, so not everyone goes. I think it's top 300, 350 in the world. <clears throat> and you took 16th. Yeah, I took 16th. Holy shit. Yeah, it was okay. That's a pretty good number. I wasn't yeah, even was going to bring okay. that up. <laughs> yeah, but you did. But that's because you told me there's 350. That's fucking an A. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, that's awesome. Did any shithole countries, sorry, 
to, 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 to reference our president, did any non-skiing countries beat you? No. Like I use my own. Country. Like, are, like Armenia. Did anyone from Armenia beat you? I mean, it, I, no. I love Armenia, but like, they don't, again. yeah. Do they have hills? Their, their mountain was there taken are, by Turkey. Are there hills in Armenia? <clears throat> no, they I were grew all, up. They were all taken. I grew up with uh, one of the two kids there on the squad that I ski team, and they went to the Olympics in Sochi for Armenia. So, they do have a ski team. Wow. Rarely. Once in a while. I'm going to have to see some video proof of this. I'm not going to take it off of a story. Do, do you know all the guys who beat you? Like, Yes. You do? We compete every single weekend, all winter long, together. How many of those guys shouldn't have beaten you? All oh. of them? Yeah, wow. No, no. They're all amazing skiers. I mean, you had a post. I mean... You had a post that basically you're telling the world like you plan on winning. You you didn't go there to take, you went there with the the, the goal to win, right? Yes, for the most part. Did it's did you regret posting that post? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, a little bit. You did. Yeah. Because why? Same reason I asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it exactly. locks it locks you in. Yeah, no. It's the Olympics are tough because one I've never been to one before. And I didn't know what to expect, and it's a it's a huge event. Like everyone cares about the Olympics, whether you want them to or not. So all the eyes are on you. And at the time, I'm like, I'm leading the U.S. in top downhill performances all season long. So, so there's so you're the hope. I'm the hope, but I'm also the dark horse because I'm the like rookie basically i'm the youngest guy on the team you're still the youngest guy on the team yeah wow you've been the youngest guy for a few years now right yeah okay so like there was expectation but not really so it was it was a tough place to be in mentally for that yeah it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty it was a pretty hardcore um post it was it was it was light and fun though too yeah but what really caught me is you said hey i'm doing this to be accountable and that's what made me sort of think of the crossfit thing component too because yes. like people don't realize that who are outside the CrossFit community that like one of our biggest things is accountability yes like no one talks about it like oh you know openly other than like this but like when you go there you just feel it right yeah we had a guy in here the other day and he was like hey I, I like going to CrossFit gym because the only way people judge you is based on um, your effort and it is like that because I've gone to watch my wife work out oh, yeah. and there's been people in there working out and I've heard them who she's like partnering with and I've heard one of them one time say to her, hey, we don't need to keep count. Let's just push hard. And I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> and I was like, I judge the shit out of her. You need to keep count. Like, don't let yourself off the hook. Yeah, not at all. How are you going to get any better? I judged uh, the other, we had a workout the other day. Um, it was row 250 in 45 seconds. Did you see that one? Nope. How are your double unders? Medium. But you got them? Yeah, I got them. Wow. Can you knock off a clip of 50? I might have to break it up a little bit. Do you have to tie two ropes together? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Look, I think, I think there's some jump ropes downstairs that nobody's touched. You could probably have. That'd be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> That's the... F I keep acquiring jump ropes. People are like, this one's too long. I don't want to cut it. You can have it. I'm like, all right. Sounds good to me. Where were we just going with that? Just accountability. accountability. Like, I, like I thought that, like it was, um, you know, you do have a lot of eyes on you, and, and 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 like you said, you are the hope. And so to do that, you know, part of me was like, wow, that's that's a lot of confidence. But like, 
how are you going to win if you don't think that? Yep. And also, do you have you, to fake it till you make it, or do you? you, you I mean, that's I mean? the like, common theme, yeah. But no, you can't fake it, especially in, in any sport at a high level. Like Matt Frazier is obviously very honest with himself about what he's good and what he's bad at, and he addresses those, which I've really learned in CrossFit and translated into my sport. It was like. What am I good at? What am I bad at? Okay, I'm really good at this, and I'm horrendously bad at this aspect. Let's work on it. Where did you meet Kelly at? Did you meet her at the gym? Nope. We went to school together. High school. And and does she cross it? She does now. You got her into it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Is she better than you? Our our second date, I was like, we were drinking one night, and I was like, you want to come to the gym the next morning? She was like, yeah, whatever. I went home. She stayed out till like three in the morning, Ugh. and I texted her in the morning. I'm like, "You still coming?" She's like, "I guess." <laughs> she showed up like. You got to keep her. She's gonna hate me for saying this. <laughs> is she? Can is she better than you? It, it, totally, one hundred percent. Um, and and you don't have any issues. No, but you're 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 considered one of the greatest athletes on the planet today, and yet. Your, your, would you say she's your girlfriend? Yes. You, your girlfriend can, who started CrossFit at the same time can beat you. Yeah. Isn't it a great sport? <laughs> <laughs> totally brutal. <laughs> Completely brutal. You have, um, you have opportunity to get training from the U.S. Olympic team, right? In Salt Lake City? Yeah, Park City. You do have opportunity to go there and train? Yes. And yet you choose to train in Tahoe, yeah. in your home. I Is pretty it, much trained in one of the gyms up in Tahoe and then also in my buddy's side yard of his house. We had a squat squat rack and a platform and some kettlebells and some rings hanging from a tree, and it was just super grimy, and we got the work done. Is there a picture of that on your Instagram? Uh, maybe. Is that how you learned CrossFit? How did you find CrossFit? Uh, this is kind of a long story, I guess. We got plenty of time. Yeah, cool. I got, I got the show's time. four hours long. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you do have to pee, we we take pee breaks here, so don't hesitate. Yeah, but they're not recommended. I don't like them. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there. I don't like them. Dude, if he came to your house, would you be like, "Hey, you're welcome to eat some," but we don't got a lot of food, so I prefer you didn't. I just feel like it loses lo- 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 a little bit like. The flow after it. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe I need to change my Do routine. Do people turn off the podcast as soon as you guys take a pee break? No. Hopefully he cuts. I hope he cuts it out. The only time <laughs> I know he doesn't cut it out is when people are like, oh, you took a pee break. I'm like, dude. You're supposed to cut that out? Yeah. All know. All 75 episodes. Okay. Go on. So how did you find CrossFit? Um, so when I made the ski team, it was 2011. And before that, I never really worked out. My whole motto was... Uh, working out is for kids without talent. Yeah. Which is bad. Well, but you, you were 18 years old. I was 18 years old, yeah. and I skied all the time. Like, I was good at skiing because that's what I did. You started when you were two. Yes, yeah, started at, when I was eight, two. At eight, you had Olympic dreams. Yep. Something just happened. That's fine. Eric's okay. got it. Eric, you're totally 
you're messing this whole thing up. And I, but I don't think that is too. <laughs> he reaches under the cabinet to fix something. <laughs> Dude, it was, did you fake that? That duct tape came out. Yeah. That's Gary couldn't do that. Right. I don't know what the hell Eric just did, but he knows. I don't think that's that uncommon though with a lot of like younger younger athletes, even even older. Like you hear people like brag about having shitty diets and like not having to put in the work and like look, oh, I'm this good. Yeah, totally. But eventually that catches up to you. But anyways, which continue. it did, yeah. right? Because I didn't know. I didn't know how to do anything in the gym. So I eventually made the ski team, and they had me move out to Park City. At the age of 18, 17? Yeah, 18. I'm, yeah, some, somewhere around there. Okay. Right, I, I took a postgraduate year after high school and pursued skiing for the U.S. ski team. Okay. So then I, I made it that year somehow. <laughs> um, you don't think you were the best guy? There were guys better than you that didn't make it? No. At the time, it took me three years to make the ski team. Like They had tryout camps to make the develop. There's a development team, a C team, a B team, and an A team. So that's just the ranks, the hierarchy of the ski team. So to make the D team, I was like, it took me three years of going to a tryout camp every single season and them telling me, better luck next time. How old were you the first time you went to the camp? Were you young? Fifteen? Yeah. Yep. Are there sixteen? Wow. Were there other people there that young? Yeah. Some of my friends were on the team at that point. Holy shit. Are they, and they're not on the team anymore. Nope. Holy shit. Okay. There's a lot of people that have come Co- and gone. Come and gone, okay. Yep. Hard to stay on the team. Very hard. You have to make a certain criteria every single year. Okay. Um So that first year I made the ski team, they had me move out to Park City. And in Park City, it's called the Center of Excellence. It's a giant building. It's like HQ. There's a gym, huge gym. There's a everything you could ever want: sports science department, nutrition department, physical therapy department, basketball courts, foam pits, trampolines, skate park. So I was, the first year, I was like, "This is pretty cool. Like, I'm on the ski team. I'm going to this gym." Are there, dorm, are there dorms? Out. Are there dorms there? No, you had to rent. You had to rent Find a place. Find a place. Okay. Yeah, so we had like eight dudes in one little apartment. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. It was normal. Do they talk to you about lifestyle too? Like, hey guys, don't get into whores and blow, and like, make sure you go to bed on time and no, brush your teeth. Okay. Uh, they don't do that. No, they need to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying from experience. I don't know at the at the training no, facility. Absolutely. I'm talking about experience of being 18. Yeah, 18, 19 year old kid. <laughs> like they need to tell like, like eight of them packed in. They're like, like yeah. yeah, didn't some dude? You guys need to cool it on that blow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, none of that. Okay. Um, Everyone's pretty serious. Yeah, that it's financially expensive to ski race, and most families have sacrificed a lot. So once you reach that point, you don't really want to fuck it up. Fuck it up, because then you're like, my parents just took out a second mortgage on their house, and now they're in debt up to their eyeballs. You snorted it right up your nose. And I just yeah yeah you're not gonna you ended up in jail in Park City. Yeah okay. So like, that's a good thing, and that's a good thing about the sport. It's also terrible for the parents, but a lot of ski racing kids don't get in trouble. It's awesome. Which is good. Um, so I did a season of working out there. That was great. I s- ended up skiing well that my first 
season with the ski team, and I moved up to the B team. Um, and then I started kind of transitioning into skiing with the World Cup teams. So then I started training with the, in the summertime, I'd train with the World Cup teams in Park City. When you make it to the B team, is that like you go home and call your mom exciting? Holy shit, yeah. mom, I made the B team. It's like fucking awesome. Yeah. The first second you get, you start telling your buddies and, yeah. and parents. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no? I'm just trying to figure out the excitement of it. Is it like... <laughs> yeah, well, you know. There's a certain criteria, and you... You meet the, it, and you're on the team. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you know immediately. You're like, oh, I skied well in this race and this race, and... I'm good to go. And if you go up to the B team, that means someone else is getting bumped, either down to C or up to A. No. No. Okay. There's room. Totally. Okay. And when you say criteria, that's just times. World world ranks. Oh, world ranks. Okay. So there's a whole point system. It's super confusing. I don't even understand it. Fair. But the faster you go, the lower your points. That I can understand. You have to have a two average. So for each event, you need two results. So the fastest you've gone all season in those two events, that's your point total. And then it goes into a system of world rank, and that's where you end up on that world rank. It must be weird to be involved in something where you're ranked worldly. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how the Open is. Oh, good point. All right. <laughs> but I just, I just avoid but you looking at my you placement there. You didn't pay your 20 that's bucks. Awesome. How, do you, how do you know where you yeah, fall? Yeah. You've got to pay a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't should know. We, should, we should charge more for the open. Why? It should be forty dollars because then I think you would have entered. I don't think it was enough for you. You, you poo pooed it because it Ooh, wasn't enough. Make it more of an incentive for people. Like yeah. something's on the line. Yeah. No. No. Don't do that. You know there should be something like if you pay more and if you increase like beyond like last year's, you get like ten bucks back. Or I like that. I'm an idea guy. Um, you know, if you we, do better, you get more money back. Something like that. We had we had a we had a hockey player in here um, who was had been playing hockey for 13 years, and he was trying to get his 14th year, I think, and um, he was 34 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was tripping on the fact that like at 34 years old, you could be at the fucking peak of your fucking career and fighting for fucking survival. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like I've never done anything at that level. Yeah. And so it's just it's 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 by that I mean like you're doing something that like what, when do when do downhill guys retire how old how old's old thirty six thirty eight yeah so it's yeah like reality's just gonna rush up on you in a way that it's not gonna rush up on me till I'm like sixty yeah that's true but I mean it's good I'm not saying it's a bad thing yeah you're just gonna be like wiser and smarter and more emotionally developed but at me. that point it's gonna be half of your life is done at a professional level yeah and it it wears you down i was gonna say i might be ready to throw in the towel at that point like f- i had 14 international flights this season so it's who do you fly <laughs> delta for life awesome <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you have yeah, to get you gotta I mean, stick you, with one you gotta stick with one at six seven you have to get the upgrade yeah you have oh, that to. must be a nightmare usually i get exit row i'm on the app i have the delta app and i'm just like Weeks before my flight, like, exit row, exit row. <laughs> oh, my God. You need Delta to fucking sponsor you and get you in first class. Yeah, how are you not first class or business every time? You don't do drugs. You're 25. You look like <laughs> Keanu Reeves. You train hard. 
Delta. And you're like a walking billboard. Price Delta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just get Delta. like a yeah, 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 yeah. T-shirt or something. Everyone will see it. <laughs> totally. Price Bennett. I fly Delta. Flies Delta. <laughs> For life. <laughs> Delta, come if Bryce on. does it, you should do Delta, it. Delta, innovate. <laughs> what else? What else are we going to do? Do you have any sponsors? Down? Yeah. I got the pink French suit. Who? Who, who's your, who are your sponsors? Uh, Pac. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, my God. I wanted to talk to you about Pac. Yeah, they make bike stuff. They're the shit. Great company. What They're is? the shit. Expensive as all get out, but their bike helmets. Quality. I want to wear your helmet when I'm riding my bike. Their yep. bike helmets are awesome. Yep. And their goggles, very all their cool. shit's cool. Glasses. Yeah. yeah. They do a good job. How, why does anyone wear quality. anything besides Pac? I was looking at you compared to all the other skiers. I'm like, he got the best helmet and best glasses. I don't know. Well, because <laughs> they're sponsored by the other guys. You sco- <laughs> You really hey. scored with Pac? No, I'm serious though. Have we? Are we still in the middle of the story of how you found CrossFit? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get we'll get back. Okay. All right. Yeah, Pac's awesome. Yeah, great company. And they, uh, the the bike helmets they have the ones for like the racers where they got another closed and then yeah. they have the ones where like if you're not racing got the holes in them. Yep. And it feels like it's three dollars worth of styrofoam. That's kind of the frustrating part because it's the lightest, simplest it helmet might, ever. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> but Huge man, ideas. they are nice. I'm gonna actually bring in one of my POC helmets and set it on my desk. It's art. Yeah, and huh. I don't know about the bike helmets, but the ski helmets are incredibly safe. Like I wouldn't want to race in anything other than. A Pac helmet. And I'm not just saying that to... Nice plug. To totally plug it, but... Do you have an agent? They're very safe. I do not. So they just contact your mom and they're like, hey, can we sponsor Bryce? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. <laughs> no, they don't contact my mom. Are you it's close like, with your parents? Yeah, very close. That's not even their... That's that's the least nice helmet I've ever seen that they make. Yeah, Although that's nice. Trash, Eric. That is yeah. nice, though. Oh, and if you <laughs> saw them, they're like candy. They're like lifesavers. Yeah, all the different colors and... Um, you know those rogue dumbbell plates, the the little tiny round ones they have now. You can buy the the the. It's like a little bar, and you can put plates on it. Have you seen that? They were at the games last year. Do you know what I'm talking I about? I don't know if I have. They use like the they're like the rubber, like the rubber tens. The they're white and the blue fives. They're big. Yeah. And they're expensive. It's like four hundred dollars for a dumbbell. Have I, you seen that? No. Oh, they're so yummy. They remind me of the Pock helmets. Yeah. Do you use your your dumbbell? I do. I've used them twice. I've only had them two months. No, I'm just asking. Did you buy? I did. Nice. Yeah, I wish. I wish did you I get didn't. a deal. No, <laughs> but I think <laughs> I could. I think I. I think I could. I um. Katie has uh, gone into my account and like when I ordered something, reversed my shipping once or twice. But mm-hmm. I kind of don't want to like do that because I know they're running a business. Yeah. Even though I bet you they're killing it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, those. Those. Oh what. I have not seen those. I want to tell you something, too, by the way. I bought the short... Those are awesome. Oh, they're so yummy. Um, they're the Rogue Dumbbell Bumpers. I bought the short ones, and I should have bought the long ones, because I bought the short ones, and the big weights don't fit on the short ones, so now I have big weights and the short handles. So I just have weights that just sit around, too. Yeah, look at that. Matt Chan, does he still CrossFit? Yeah, he did yeah. the uh, age group online qualifying. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> People fall off the individual map. Oh, like, I didn't know they were big like that. Oh, dude, oh, they I are was, I was thinking like the little ones you put on. Really, uh, kind I would of love to see those on a barbell at the games. They so, feel like, great. Those are sweet. So, you want to be, so what are the sponsorships you need? You need Delta, you need Innovate, and you need Rogue. Yeah. I don't think Rogue has a skier. Yeah, why would they want a skier? Until now. 
until now. Yeah. Oh, they, they just signed somebody that's like in an off sport. Bryce Bennett flies to his rogue deal on Delta. They just signed him. <laughs> if you get rogue, you don't need anyone else. Seriously. Okay. <clears throat> so you found CrossFit because you, you, you poo pooed working out because you were such a badass skier and you figured, hey, you got your thing. And working out was for people who didn't have a yes. thing, right? And then I started working out. And who, but got, and who got you into it? Who got you into that? Uh, I had a few friends at home. Before I made the ski team, I did a year of like working out. It was just like bro lifting in the I like a gold? Yeah, exactly. And, and lap pull down, bench press, skull yeah. crushers, the whole, all the fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Which is fun. Crushers. That's fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Super or is the skull crusher this one? This one. Okay, yeah. With the like, I don't know what that bar is called. The oh, the little squiggle. Were you, yeah, the were squ- you intimidated squiggle. going into the gym? No. No, okay. Because at that time you were 6'7", 185. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Right. Soaking wet. So I was like, I was a... Th- and you could eat scary. a lot too, huh? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. I don't, though. You don't? It's hard. You stay skinny. Yeah, I try to eat as much as possible, but... I have a hard time with it. Yeah, in one of the interviews, someone asked you what you eat for breakfast. You're like, eggs and oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the ski lift. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that was a terrible video. And I'm like, hmm, okay, and? And? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at that point, <clears throat> I'd been with the ski team for, let's call it two years now, and then we're starting to work out. Working out's becoming like, that's what I do now. And I'm learning these movements. No one's really teaching me. Any legs? Yeah, we're squatting, kind of. In a machine? Nope. Okay. But to parallel, knees collapsing in. Just terrible form. No one's really teaching me this. Have you had knee surgery? Have you had any surgeries? Okay, sorry. No. Okay. I have not. Okay. Um, so then we get this trainer. He's this Austrian guy. Austrian military trained soccer players. They're like, this is this is the guy. We're making a push for for uh, Sochi 2014 Olympics. Mm-hmm. He's our dude. He's gonna do it. Did he juice you up? I uh, no. I wish he was Austrian, not Russian. Oh right. We have to talk about Icarus. Have you seen it? Oh, we have <laughs> to talk about that. Terrible. Huh? Did, <laughs> did that bum you out? Okay, sorry. We'll come back to that. Sorry. Yeah, we'll okay. come back. To okay, that. okay. Um. Alexi Vovoda so is my friend. Do you know who that is? Alexi Alexei Vovoda? No. you know who that is? Okay, no. we'll come back to that. Anyways, so this Austrian guy comes in, and he's like, the light's shining down on him. He's like, I'm going to save you guys. We're going to get you guys so fit. So I'm like, I'm, I'm all excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy, Austrian. He's all about ski racing. He knows everything there is to know about training. And the reason why I say everything about ski racing is um, I was just looking in one of your videos. They talk about all the medals Austria has. They have, like, more medals yes. in, in Winter Olympics than, like, fucking all the other countries Correct. combined. I mean, they they just destroy it. Austria is the most dominating By far. skiing country. Yes. Like, skiing is their sport. It'll take 50 years of Olympics for anyone to catch them. Yes. And Austria would have to drop out. And some of our... It's, some of it their, is that bad. They uh, dominate. Some of their races that we... Some of our World Cup races that are in Austria have 60,000, 70,000 fans. Wow. Huge. Okay. Like, enormous sport. That's Austria's sport. 
Okay. So when you have an Austrian trainer as a U.S. guy, you're like, he who has also trained the most dominating athlete ever in our sport, and we get him as our trainer, we're like, dude, this is good to go. Heading in the right direction. Yeah. Get some of the secrets, the mojo. So we started training with him, and it was brutally difficult. But it was the same thing every single day. <clears throat> same workout, and then we'd go spend three hours on the bike in the afternoon. So it'd be three hours in the gym in the morning, three hours on the bike in the afternoon. Stationary bike? Nope. I mean, he wanted us to be on the stationary bike to control our heart rate, but I, I'd go mountain biking or road biking. But that adds up fast. Three hours, yeah. Every single day. What kind of bike do you ride? Uh, so I have a Trek. Do you have a bike sponsor? I don't. Get, Santa Cruz. You What's got? Oh, <laughs> yeah. They make an amazing bike, right? It's pretty cool driving around town and seeing all the Santa Cruz bikes like on the back of people's cars. It's crazy. They're so expensive these days. Yeah. They're, they're pricey. So you, need a, so you need a bike sponsor also. Yeah. You well, should have one. Put it on the list, Eric. Yeah, we're done right now. <laughs> can you? Are, do bikes come standard that you can get on? At yeah, six, th- there's bikes. I used to race BMX. So you can just. Oh, you rode BMX. I'd yeah. love to see that. All the sports. What that, the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I think I've actually seen that bike on the back of someone's car. Is that a that's a Bronson? Yeah, I'll rock it. Yeah, bike's nice. That's like I don't know. I mean, look at that. Eight grand in bike. And the, I mean, the wheels alone, right? Yeah, that's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. But, I mean, the color palette's probably not my go-to, but. You should, yeah. So he I really has no. you three hours a day on the bike. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, you don't want to say. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Okay, no reason to dime him out. Yeah. Great Austrian coach. You're not making it up. It really, he really was a great Austrian coach. No, he was the opposite of great. Okay. At first, I thought he was. At first, I thought he was amazing, <clears throat> and then about it few weeks in i soon realized that he had no idea what he was doing and that did the other skiers also realize it no they loved him all my other teammates loved him and so now i'm now i'm like interested in physical i'm interested in strength and conditioning at this point so now i'm like trying to learn and research as much as possible and why did they like him and you didn't you think that it had anything had to do with your size and the wear and tear he was putting on you, and the, those, potentially those training regimens weren't good. Okay. Yeah. Why so, do you think they loved him? I'm I'm not too sure. Okay. They just thought that that was the most efficient way to be trained, I guess. If everyone else thought it was good and you thought it wasn't so good, were you like, hmm, maybe I'm the idiot? Or yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, like entire time, I'm like, what's? Why don't I like this? Why is everyone else enjoying this? So then I did that. I trained with him for a whole summer, and we skied, and then I I came back, and we were going to train with him again the, the next summer, and I was probably two weeks into our, our program, and I hurt myself on a back squat, mm. like bulging disc, so I was like, hmm, I'm, something's not right here, so I ended up finishing that entire summer working out with him. I, like, rehabbed and, and got back, and I managed that injury throughout my entire season and ended up uh, <clears throat> that next summer. He was back again. So this would be his third summer, and I was going to be with him again. And I had a friend at the time who was also trying to make the ski team, and 
he raced he ended up racing division one college in at denver university Max. sounds like a ski school yeah it's actually near the original chipotle i believe yeah fun right. fact of the day how <laughs> 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 do you know that been there oh <laughs> the og chipotle <laughs> um and he was living in park city at the time and he's like we got to try this this thing it's called crossfit Let's go to PC CrossFit, Spiel's Gym. And I was like, I mean, at this point, I was overtraining with, with the ski team. And I was like. By overtraining, done with it? Or like overtraining, like too much? I was overtrained, and I was over it. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So it was too much. And it was just like, I was getting hurt. My teammates were getting hurt. And I'm like, this cannot be the right thing to do. When you when you hurt your back um, squatting, did they and you just took your L1? They put you through the points of performance. Do you remember that? You yes. Know, heels, shoulder width apart, maintain lumbar curve, squat below, parallel, chest up, all that shit. Knees straight. Yeah. Did they give you that instruction? Not even close. Okay. Did they give you any instruction? No. It'd okay. be like, here's your program. Go do it. Okay. <clears throat> and you just walk around and. Make sure you're doing the program, not doing it. And did your did your did your teammates give you pointers? Were they like, "Hey, Bryce, man, you should get your feet wider no. apart"? Or no? No one's ever been taught. Okay. Nobody knew. No one knew. No one knew the mechanics of it, or the technique of any of the movements. And we do weird things like Bosu balls, like doing things very unstably and unstable. Oh, and yeah, it sounds like the shit I did in college too. Yeah. I remember yeah. doing Bosu ball stuff. And you got like barbells on your back, and you're on the squat on a slack line and you're like getting in weird positions and I was like this I remember can't the, be right. the one movement that really is that really true off. or did you make that up the slack line with no, the barbell on your back that is 100% wow. a ski tr specific training can modality you, can you do slack line yeah you're pretty good at it I mean for fun I bet yeah. your balance is off the charts that's I amazing guess. Yeah, I saw you do some landing on one ski that was crazy. Like on turns when you get catching air and you come down on one ski, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I guess I have good balance. So your buddy says, your buddy says, we're going to CrossFit. We're going to PC CrossFit, and you're coming with me. And I'm like, I guess. So we show up at Spiel's gym, <clears throat> and I think the first one we did an open gym, and I just want to kind of get a lay of the land. And we ended up deadlifting, and I couldn't really deadlift 315 pounds. So I was like, huh. I didn't know what a deadlift was. Oh, and you tried 315, you didn't know what a deadlift was? Yeah. You gotta punch your friend in the face when you get home <laughs> after this interview. Yeah, I will. Like Savon and Matt said, you gotta be punched in the face. That hits close to home with Savon, the deadlift. Yeah. Um, so then. By the way, Eric can do that with one hand. 315? Yeah. What is he, like 600-pound deadlift? He's got a stupid deadlift. 480 back squat? Something. Some weird, <laughs> he does that weird shit like that. He's a freaking weirdo. That's awesome. CrossFit. Oh, I like you. Um, so that, the following day, we went and did a class workout. And I can't remember exactly what it was. It was There was muscle-ups and some running and I think kettlebell. Who was the instructor? Do you remember? I can't remember. And I got absolutely smashed by soccer moms. <laughs> like, yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, I know that. I know that feeling. And there were some fit people in that gym. And I just got crushed. And I was like, I'm supposed to be a professional athlete. And these 
45 year old not taking anything away from them. No, they are incredible no, athletes. Right, right. But you're strapping. Yeah, 20, but I'm like 20 some odd year old. 23 years old. I'm like, dude, I should be crushing this. But I wasn't. So I was like, huh, there's something, there's something here. So I, I left Park City and I went home. I had some time. And we started going to the one of our local gyms, uh, CrossFit Avalanche and Blizzard, and started working out there. And I remembered our first workout in Tahoe. I got done with it, <clears throat> finished, got back in the car with my buddy, and we were driving away, and I was like, this is it. This is what we have to be doing. This is how you train for any single sport in the entire world. So I'm doing CrossFit. I was set. Nothing was what, gonna what, stop me. What what did they teach you at that gym that made you addicted? What about walking into that affiliate made you go, I'm home, this is it? I mean, for sure the community aspect. People and were cool to you. People were super cool and just the the care that went into teaching the movements and that the consistency and technique were by far the most important over heavy load was what and, I was and you're in a body weight um, sport. Yeah. Right. I mean, gr- granite's as intense as fucking. And you're get pulling out. a lot of g-force in some of those turns. But you, but you, but you're in a body weight sport, so you don't have to do anything too stupid. Yeah, and for the most part, you you have to be incredibly strong and fit. You get ti- very tired at the end of those, but you have to manage yourself throughout the entire season, injury-wise. Like you have to stay healthy for four months five months and you're traveling around you're in terrible positions you're sitting in chair on chair lifts and it's dangerous so when you when you fly to an event it's an international flight and it's a 12-hour flight how long before then you have to be up and performing probably three days yeah that's depending i mean at your age it's not too bad but at your height maybe it's crazy because it's funny i was just um talking with joe westerland we flew to south africa together and he's a pretty fucking fit dude. Yeah. And he's a flow master for CrossFit. I think he's a flow master, right? Yeah, he's a flow master. And we were talking about like, yeah, you're on a flight. That, that's like a 20 hours of travel. Yeah. And when you get there, you got to be careful. You can't just be sitting for 24 hours and jump into some crazy shit when you're 40 years old. No, not at all. Or, or, or you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you break. Yeah, you're totally broken down. You've been sitting mm-hmm. in like the worst positions possible. Yeah, I can lay down and coach, but you... (laughs) Yeah, you're probably like, this is first class. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, God. So you're you're in. How long before you tell them that you're into, um, that that you're performing at the highest level in a sport? Um, Do you let them know at day one, like, hey, you can't hurt me? I might have waited a little bit. And then they they ended up help paying for my membership. The gym did. They supported. Oh, so you have a CrossFit sponsor? Yeah, I guess. Are you, are they That's cool. the gym still sponsors you? Yeah, kind of. Dude, you're not even repping at all. The gym? Yeah, like say something good about it. I, I had a CrossFit Blizzard shirt on last week. <laughs> did you, you did? Yeah, I was repping the gym. Wait, what's the name of the owner? His name escapes me. Well, <clears throat> there was two of them. Miles Lewis and Miles. Travis Weaver, That's the one. but they just split up, so now they're not the same. They own each affiliate on their own. Uh, Miles does the commentating for the CrossFit Games. Yeah, Masters. 
And Travis has some crazy um, pegboard skills. Does he? Crazy. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Crazy. You guys have the giant pegboard at the gym, right? No. Nope. <laughs> Wait, Miles has pegboard? <laughs> so one of those gyms, Avalanche or Blizzard, one of those, the one in Tahoe has a crazy pegboard. Yeah, it, I guess. Have you? I don't go to that one that much. Oh, do you, um, you know that uh, I was there at that gym. This story is going to sound made up, but you can, <laughs> you can watch the video. I was there at that gym with like 20 games athletes once Yeah. in 2010, and a bear ran through the parking lot, Yeah. and they chased it. We all chased it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Up a tree. I think Miles was yelling at us, stop it, stop it. But you know, none of us <laughs> ever seen a bear and it went running through the parking lot and we chased it. You got to do that. Yeah. You got to scare them away from your place of residence. Otherwise, um, they'll come back. Did you, um, have, have you, do you see a lot of bears in Tahoe? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's they awesome. They break into our house. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. A bear's been in your house? Multiple times. One, one carjacked me last summer. <laughs> but, tell me, did he, tell did, me. He, did he take the rims and just let it out of cinder blocks? <laughs> tell me, those are, are are those pot glasses right there? Yeah, those ones. Yeah, those are dope. I want those. I like that hat. Hey, if I, like I were to wear those, on. so I, last night I saw that on your Instagram, and I was like, oh, I want those glasses. If I wore those glasses, would that since I don't ski, is that like I can't wear those? No, you're in. Those aren't skiing glasses. No. Those don't scream, hey, I'm in Tahoe, I'm a cool dude, I, I hang out at the resort all day. <laughs> I mean, potentially they do. I don't, I don't know. Have <laughs> you ever rocked the Unilens? I don't, who cares? Come on, be cool. I'm totally cool. I'm just asking. I don't know if they go with your vest. It doesn't matter. You need I'm the bike saying. helmet. If you have the bike helmet, then you're in. All right. Do you have a camo vest? No, but I'll get one. Okay, done. Filson, hook it up. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Bear came into your house before? Yeah, a couple. <clears throat> well, the car won. Okay. I stopped him. I went to Reno and picked up some a dog. A dog. And so I got some dog food and some protein powder. And I stopped at my parents. I was going to take a shower and and just say hello and then go back to my my place. And you don't have a shower at your house? I do, but it's about this tall. That's awesome. So I I have to be all crouched How over. How tall are your mom and dad? My dad's 6'3", 6'2". Sure. My mom's 5 10, 5, 11. Shorties. So I go in, I'm in the house for 15 minutes tops. I walk back out. My car door is open. All my papers from my center console are laying in the driveway. And I'm looking around. I'm like, I just got fully jacked. Like, <laughs> someone stole all my stuff. And then I'm looking around, and I'm like, huh, I'm not missing anything. Wait a minute. Who would break into a car and steal dog food and protein powder? <laughs> That's awesome. Gone. Couldn't find it. Bear stole it. <laughs> fully. Just fully opened up my car door. What kind I of dog food? Him. I don't know. Cheap shit or do you buy good shit? No, I buy dog? good shit. What kind of dog do you have? I actually don't know. It's on his phone. Yeah. He's a nut. Yeah, that. That I, shit happens. Yeah. They're clever. They'll get in anywhere. That's awesome. I could so see him carrying away a bag of dog food, a 40-pounder. Yeah. So so I'm like, okay, dog food's gone. Protein powder's gone. And I get in my car, and I, I leave. And in my neighbor's driveway, I see the protein powder just sitting there. I'm like, oh, I got to save as much as I can. So I park my car and left the lights on right in front of the protein powder, and I run back inside to my parents' house to grab a bag so I can 
put, save as much protein powder as possible. <laughs> so I go in, run back out, and the bear's sitting there licking up the protein powder. I'm like, are you kidding me? Does he see you? Do you make eye contact yeah, with him? Yes. Chased him. Scared him away, hopefully. So anyways, I need to find the dog food, but I can't find it. And it's kind of late at night, so I'm like, I'll find it tomorrow morning. So I come back the next morning, and I find it in between my neighbor's house. <clears throat> so I'm like, I go and get a trash bag. I come back. There's a bear sitting there. <laughs> He's eating the dog food. <laughs> right? And this is during the day now. Yeah, this is during the day. Same bear? Yeah, potentially same bear. So I scare him off. I chase him. And then I come back to go clean up the dog food. And there's another bear. Oh, my God. Holy shit. <laughs> so I scared him off. and then I Aren't you it afraid up. that it'll be a mama bear with the babies? And she'll be like, hey, Bryce, sit, you're toast. Uh, yeah, maybe. But you kind of see the cubs. Did you see the movie Grizzly, Grizzly Man? Hey, boo-boo. No. Is he the guy that... Got eaten? Him and his girlfriend got yeah, eaten? Yeah, but he was like the bear whisperer. Yeah. And then got... You're no bear whisperer. You're no. the bear scare. He was until he wasn't. He was <laughs> So, so, and what year was that you started doing the CrossFit? Uh, it was four, four or five years, four years ago. When the, when the affiliate breaks up, when one guy goes, when Travis goes to one gym, Miles goes to the other gym, how do you decide which one you're going to go to? Um, one of the trainers that I really liked working with left, and now he's going to start his own affiliate CrossFit Dreamtown, so. That's where you, you will go. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it is. It's interesting. Totally. Yeah. I didn't say anything, but my mom, my mom was at a gym. She loved the gym. She loved the owners. Yeah. They got her into it. But when the gym split up, she went with her favorite trainer. Yeah. And she was bummed because, like, she didn't want it to be weird. Yeah. But. <clears throat> and those guys supported me so much, and I have so much. And now you're abandoning them. Gratitude, but. Will Kelly um, go with you? Uh, she's been training at Avalanche at Miles' gym. It's so easier for her. So she sure. so she won't go with you to Dream Dream CrossFit Dream Town Dream Town no. Dream Town no because they do a six a.m. class she likes working out super early so point miles yeah maybe if you drank a different beer besides Coors Light oh you would well, put you would put on weight <laughs> yeah, you can put on weight I'm allergic I'm allergic to all their beers I don't know <laughs> IPAs I can't do IPAs your sinuses get fucked up yep. But you are a Coors Light guy. How do you know that? It's all, it's all over the internet, dude. You're, you're Jesus. Hey, you should pick up another sponsorship. Yeah. I was a huge Coors Light guy out of the it's bottle. together. You prefer it out of the bottle? Yeah, I do. Bottle, can, tap. Doesn't really matter. Oh, it doesn't. I'm no. a can guy. I'm a bottle guy. I like cans. I like a, col- I like a can, too. <laughs> I like a tap. It's like cans are making a comeback. You must make a can look tiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You could probably hook, you could probably hook her up the can. <laughs> when you pose nude, you should never have your hands by it near your penis. She's like, as yeah, far keep away as possible. keep them away, keep them away, yeah, keep them away. No taken. And one of the, how's your back been since that injury? No problems at all. And when you were doing the training, um, was the front squat, had you ever done front squatting before CrossFit? Or was it all back squatting? Maybe a little bit. Not not as much as I do now. 
because for me the the I had a bad back coming into CrossFit also. Yep. And just carrying stuff, and so I was told always, you know, there was all these rules about carrying stuff and be careful, and you shouldn't carry anything heavy. And really, what helped my back in the long run was carrying heavy shit. Yep. In front of me, doing front squats because it, it just built up my core, right? Yep. Has CrossFit? Have you put on weight since you started doing CrossFit? Yes, a lot. Probably twenty pounds. Holy shit. Yeah. Which takes us to the next topic. Yes. Sochi. Sochi. Icarus. Oh yeah. Oh, put it on twenty pounds. By the way, if you saw Bryce and he told you he put on twenty pounds, you would never believe him. No, that's I true. can't imagine you being twenty pounds less. I love how this photo is just hanging. I was just out. saying, I just caught, <laughs> I just caught that his hand is down his pants. <laughs> Who is that? My buddy Max. He got me into CrossFit. You can slap him. He's, that's a cool hat too, man. These downhill hats are cool. He has a Corky. Yeah. That's an old man's dog. That's my dog. Oh, is it a Corky? No. Oh, yeah, it is kind of a... It's a, mesh. an eclectic mix of something. Okay. Does he have really short legs? Yeah. The dog? Yeah. Not really short, but semi-short. He, do you know what a Medium corgi short. is? Yeah. He looks like a corgi. Yeah, he's one of those dogs. I couldn't stand a corgi at 25. Now at 46, I'm like, They're kind of aggressive, dogs. too. They, that's mm-hmm. cool. But they have no business being aggressive. Yeah, not at all. Short people, <laughs> are, like, short people are like that. They're just like, <laughs> you're not. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, man. You get feisty sometimes. So, um, <laughs> I'm not short or I'm not aggressive. <laughs> You're, I don't know. I'll, I'll shut up. Icarus, when tell me about, about when the first time you saw that movie or it popped on your radar. This fall. And does someone say, oh, dude, you got to see Icarus? Yeah, like everyone. Everyone. It doesn't really affect our sport. Because steroids will help, but they're not the end-all, be-all. It's very—it's a skill sport, and you have to be highly skilled at skiing. Isn't there a level of recovery involved? Yes, true. I feel like that's where they would help. It helps, I would imagine, but it's not like something like CrossFit where your body determines your result as far as like your physical capacity. Um, do 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 you know in all the years you've been training? Do you know anyone who's ever done steroids? No, never once. Nope, not even in high school. Nope. Yeah, that's which is weird. Yeah, I've never been around steroids either. Like I, I don't even know what they look like. Dude, you're no fucking Olympian. I'm not saying I. Am. He, but he, <laughs> I'm, I'm like asking a reg- I'm like him. A no. guy. But I'm asking him because he plays at the highest level. Oh, I ha- oh, sorry. Your guys were your guys were smoking weed. This guy doesn't smoke. Yeah, but I mean, I've been around like athletics and gyms my entire life, and they typically are pretty prevalent in those communities. All right. I played with some Olympians. Feel free if everyone at home to laugh at Matt for not understanding my point. I don't get out of here. Okay, so tell me about it. I think you had a valid point. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. I knew you guys would be kindred spirits. <laughs> uh, I've never been around it. I've never seen it, which is maybe I'm oblivious to it, but I don't know. It's not really – in the U.S., it's, it's hard because our testing protocol is pretty strict. Where in other countries, it seems a little bit more relaxed. It, w- the takeaway from the movie it's funny one person said I was talking to someone about the movie and they go I knew steroids was everywhere and I go God that's not my takeaway and they go what's your takeaway my takeaway is, takeaway is it's impossible to cheat the test like the only way to cheat the test is to get to the urine sample yes. do, do you know what I mean like there's no the test is fucking good yeah it's right? very good once right? they get your piss you're fucked right yeah or your blood 
Unless you're on it. Unless you're better than the test, which is there's that potential too. What do you mean? Like Lance Armstrong, for example. He was better than the test. Well, you mean because he used fake... And that's what they did in this. Is that, is that what you mean? Like, do you... Like, he was just one step ahead of the test. Right, right. But that seems really hard. I mean, like, they had Putin on their side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you have the KGB... That's how they did it. When you have the KGB on your side, you're probably... You're so, good. So, you're, so you're, you're, um, you're hanging out with your ski buddies, your downhill buddies, and they say, dude, have you seen... Yeah. So, we were at a training camp in Colorado, and... <clears throat> in uh november so i just sat down one evening and i put it on and i stayed up like late into the night because i had to finish it and the whole next day i was like are you kidding me i had no idea that went on that's insane and you were there in sochi i wasn't there in sochi you weren't you tried out to be on the team yes 18 is the first olympics you were in correct what's the most olympics a skier's ever um in your sports been in Four or five. How about as an American? Four, I would say. Wow. Is that guy still on the team? Lindsay Vaughn? She might have been in five. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe. Girls girls had to peak younger. She she was downhill? Yes. But she also has won Slalom Slalom, World Cups. I was going to say, that's what I think of. I think Lindsay Vaughn. She's won Slalom World Cups, but she's primarily a downhill Super G skier these days. And so she at the same place you train? All you guys train together? As far as training on skis. Right. In the snow. Salt Lake City. No. We don't train there. Park City. We train there for physical training. Oh. And where is the training training? Depends. New Zealand, Chile, Colorado, Why Canada. Chile? What's in huh. Chile? Uh, Winter. In, the, in our summer. And just, oh, gotcha. And how, New Zealand. How about Lake Placid? Is there a downhill there? Uh, there was. Not Back anymore. in the day, not anymore. Cause, and, but they still have the bobsledding there. Yep. Do you, and ski jumping. Right. Are, have you done that, that ski jumping? No, I have not. Have you ever, have you ever seen one? Just, just the one in Park City. You drive by and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you got to go stand on top of one of those. Anyone out there listening, if you've never stood on top of a ski jump and you're around one, go climb to the top of it. <laughs> Makes your butthole pucker? Yeah, it's intense. Sounds terrifying. It's just it's very steep, and then you're like, oh, okay. Are your parents, from listening to some of your stories, it sounds like um, you sound like a regular 25-year-old dude. Like if you drop your protein yeah. powder like me, a baller like me, I drop my protein powder, I just go get two more. <laughs> but at 20... <laughs> But at, but at 25, I'd never have done that. I'd have been, like, out there fighting a bear for it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I was doing. But at 25, my mom was also telling me shit like, hey, you need to go get a job at Starbucks. You need health care. You need a blah, blah, blah. Are your parents ever like, hey, dude, when are you going to quit this fucking around on ski thing? Uh, they were a few years ago, but now it's heading in a, a pretty positive direction. So they're, And they've always been super supportive. But, yeah. They've never told me not to do it, but they've been like, you know, maybe. Do, do you get health insurance from the Olympics? Yeah, with a certain world rank, you get health insurance. You and still have to pay for it, but... Oh, shit. You still have to pay for it? Yeah. You, it's, so we need a health... We need a, a hospital sponsor, too, a health sponsor. Yeah. You won't need that now that you do CrossFit. Yeah. Unless totally. you go through the fence. <laughs> 
Yeah, that sounds like bad news. Unless you hit the fence, then it's it's game over. Except you get surgery in Europe and then just pay for it with cash, and it's not that bad. And probably some really good doctors, too. Yeah. Do you know people who have done that? Yeah. That's where you had your breast implants? Yep. (laughs) Most of them, my butt (laughs) implants. All my plastic surgery go to Europe. I was... Go ahead. But, yeah, I've had... Some of my teammates have gotten hurt, and they just go into into a hospital in Europe and get the surgery done, pay for it cash, and walk out. That's the way to do it. Damn. Um, I can't remember where I saw this, but I was, but uh, Ronda Rousey went to the Olympics in judo. And I didn't know. do you know who that is? Yeah. The UFC fighter. And then I think she won the silver medal. Mm-hmm. And I I. I want to say that she even she came back and she was depressed and she had no money and I want to say she maybe even sold her silver medal. Really? Yeah. Maybe I'm making maybe I'm making this shit up. But basically, shit was really really hard on her. You reach your Olympic dreams, you win, and you come back, and that's it. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's a super duper high. There's a ton of attention on you, and then and then and then what do you do? How do you parlay that into? Where, where do where do downhill skiers go to die? Like, do you stay do you stay working for the Olympics? Do you stay do you stay in that? Or are you, you twenty five tra- and you're just like coaching. same way I was when I was twenty five? Fuck it, I'm doing shit. Yeah, you start coaching. You just try and stay involved in the sport as as much as possible and figure out some avenue. But it's not the best retiring because you don't retire to there's not much demand for you except in coaching. Commentating, commentating, because then you're <clears throat> you're out of this sport, and people are like, "Yeah, you were really good at ski racing, so what else?" And you're like, "Huh? I don't know. Mm. That's all I got." <laughs> well, the good thing is, is I mean, you're definitely an overachiever. You're definitely focused. You're definitely disciplined. I mean, that gets you to the fucking eighty yard line of any fucking job. Yeah, you're easy to hang out with. I hope you don't do drugs. Yeah. Are your parents still married? He's harping on the drugs. I know, he yeah. really wants me to break and be like, yeah, yeah dude, I just... you got like a chip on your shoulder. I today, only so do... I mean, I just think of those sports as like, you know, like those guys just sit around and smoke weed all day. No. I mean, no. I, mean I definitely... I mean, I, when I think ski, I think ski bum. And people yeah. are you know, sitting around partying, but like when you're using your body as a weapon... Yeah, think of ski racing. And when your life, you don't want to be stoned. You don't want to die at 95 miles an hour and then do a blood test on you and you're stoned. Yeah. Your parents, parents would cry. 99. <laughs> do, you th- do you think you could have tried harder and hit 100? One guy did. A French guy hit 100. Oh, that's like that's like all time, like top end. Yeah, that's top end. Yeah. Pull it up. Johan Clary. You. 100 miles. In- when they were talking about the benefits, um, uh, they were asking one of your coaches, I don't know if he's still there, what makes Bryce so good? And he, ba- he, he gave you a fucking amazing compliment. He said that there's no one in the world better than you at. Don't fuck it up. Do you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> no. There's no one in the world better than you at absorbing roles. What absorbing is Absorbing roles? Yeah, what is that? Absorbing roles. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. Probably absorbing information and. Oh, no. It's, it's, that's not something you do on the slope? What? Absorbing roles? Is there something? Oh, oh. Oh, I know what you're saying now. <laughs> the way you put that out. Don't like, make me teach you about, <laughs> about skiing. I don't even. But I assumed he's talking about some position. Dealing with on terrain. That is it. Yeah, dealing with. Oh, yeah. I didn't pull that. Undulations in the, in the hill, in the slope. Good. 
Because so, I race BMX, mm-hmm. and that pretty much directly translates into absorbing as fast as you can. And, and does your size play a role in that? It, yeah. In absorbing roles? I'm a downhill bike where some of the smaller guys are like, they get tossed They're around by like the little mountain bikes, yeah. Um, and then they said, and then they said the biggest weakness you have, and, and it seems like it would be a, a fucking, it could be a tremendous weakness, is your size and uh, wind resistance. Like that, that guy wasn't fucking in control right there. Holy shit, dude, he was in control. <laughs> what? He was in control. He was. Yeah, he was fine. He was right. Shit. This part though. I mean, that's not twenty. This meters, is this. That's the, such a sketchy turn, because you're going like seventy miles an hour down this narrow road it's probably 15 feet wide and you're just staring at a fence and then you have to make a blind it goes turn. to a blind turn and then it's an s turn and then you have to go across the bridge it's intense it's coming up the place where you hit 99 miles an hour on this on this course um is it known to be the fastest spot in in your sport yes okay like, hey, this is it this is that spot everyone Correct. knows that we've sometimes yeah, this is the like this section right here. <clears throat> He's gonna go 100 miles an hour, just straight down. That's pretty late in the race. Yeah, so now he's two minutes in. He's super tired. Top speed 161k. Oh, and now you, you still. Oh my god. And these aren't. It's not snow. It's, it's ice. ice. They water it. So now you're 220 and you have to do these incredibly difficult turns at the bottom. Most people end up on their butt there. Yeah. Wow, and you don't have very much braking room at the end of these either. Yeah, you got it. You got some distance. You do? But a lot of people, when you're too tired, they'll just crash go right, right into, into those the, pads wait so that guy didn't even beat the fastest time no so when you <laughs> ski, so when you see skiers lie down at the end that's because they're having lactic acid burn yeah you're you're fucked up wow you're tired it's like it's like fran at the bottom of those maybe not quite as intense but pretty close and it's all on your legs yep it takes you hour to recover from one of those I see the guys doing this too in some of the jumps. That doesn't look like it's in control either. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? You're just trying to maintain balance. The jumps are huge. They don't look big on camera, but some of them are 60 meters. And you're going 70, <clears throat> 80 miles an hour. Big jumps. Yeah, it's crazy how long you're off the ground, even if yeah. you're just close to the ground. Totally. Like you're off the ground for a long time. Yep. How long are you going to make the team again? Yes. It's just all stay healthy and you'll make the team. And ski fast. And work hard. Ski fast. How do you do that? Like, do you you ever feel like, well, shit, how am I going to shave a fucking minute off this course? Yeah, it's not really a minute. It's more of like, how am I going to save a. How are you going to save a second off this course? Sorry, that's what I meant. Or like a hundredth of a second every single gate. Right. Minor adjustments and being very thorough in your plan. And how you execute that through a training period, what you're working on. Everything's, all the aspects, all the pieces of the puzzle are very well thought out. And they're, I take pride in being meticulous at at my craft and, and being in control of everything. 
So come race day, I don't have to worry about anything. I can just, I trust myself to, I know what I need to do. Basically, which is even crazier that you that you would try something like CrossFit as opposed to what they're giving you at the Olympic facility. Yeah, because it, it's really <clears throat> it's really a departure. Do you know? Is, does anyone else on your team do CrossFit? On the on the no, I'm the <laughs> you're the only guy. Lone I'm wolf. the black sheep. Do the coaches um, think that you're crazy? Yep. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm crazy for for, for doing that. For doing that. And well, what? so. So it would have been my third, fourth year with this Austrian trainer. And now I'm doing CrossFit. I'm full-time CrossFit. And the head coach of the U.S. ski team calls me up. He's like, if you want to be on the World Cup team this season, you have to be in Park City and you have to train with us. And I paused for a second. And I was, I was like, I don't really like ski racing that much. And I hung up the phone. So at that point, I quit ski racing. Like, I'm done. Because <laughs> they, they weren't going to let me do CrossFit. So then he calls me back an hour later, and he's like, I'm going to trust you to do this, but if you, if you don't execute your job this season, you will not be on the ski team. So, still here. <laughs> Dang. They're hanging your nuts out there. Yeah. Was that really how the conversation went? Yeah. Was that kind of dry? You didn't say... I don't really like skiing that much. Okay, I'll see you later. Tell your mom I said hi. No, nope. no, it was just that. Cut. It was just like, I don't like ski racing that much. Click. And were you <laughs> shitting your pants when you said that? Like, yeah, a little bit. Did that really come out of my mouth? Wait, yeah, wait, wait, I just wait, said wait, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, well, we'll see what happens. But really, the the truth is, is, and and I'm sure you'll course correct me if I'm wrong. The truth is, is that you know, it, it's not. It's not only that CrossFit is great. I mean, I know it's great. But for you, it's not only that you know CrossFit is great, but you know that this other training is just not working for you. Yeah. And, it's, and it's a pathway to disaster for you. Totally. So basically, you're like, hey, man, I got nothing to lose coming over here. And I'm get, you feel like I'm, you're getting better and stronger. Yep. Do you ever get concerned that um, maybe your, your GPP is increasing, but, you're, but maybe you're, you're damaging your sport-specific fitness i don't i think sport specific training is an absolute joke wow i don't know if that's a super bold statement to say but in certain sports in my sport in particular i i think it's a waste of time i i've, I've told the story before and i and, um i think that you touched on it a little bit for yourself too is that um there was a, there's a guy uh, Brian Nabeda who teaches swimming at the highest level at the Olympic mm. level, and he was saying that his dryland training he switched it to CrossFit for his team because for two reasons: one, because it's great, but two, that it gave the guys who were always taking second and third place when they would beat him and the other guys in the dryland training they, yeah. a new sense of confidence, like oh shit, oh I can do this, I can beat that fucking guy, I can beat him out That's of the water, yeah. And you sort of touched on the confidence I think that it's given you. Yeah, uh, tell me about that. Like, what, what, how, is like in a really superficial way, what's that look like? I think it's more about usually when you train as a team, you, you kind of. What also was ridiculous is we were all lifting the same weight, right? Mm -hmm. There was no per working off no scale, no individualized. Okay, right, right. So like, my teammate squatting three forty five. Like I'm gonna squat three forty five. He's doing whatever else you're going to follow him because you're just following each other in a circle basically right so like 
you can't really know if anything if anything's changing ever you're just like following each other around doing the same things and then you do you do physical testing and it has no correlation to the type of workout program mm -hmm. we were doing so you test and take an entire day of testing sitting on the bike doing vo2 max force plates jump testing mm. whatever else and like you get those results but it never vary your program and you're like what the hell? why are we doing this mm -hmm. what's the point it's fucking insane to hear you say this because all the criticism that we have is where's that? I'm gonna probably get in trouble for this, but whatever. All the, <laughs> is, is that the Olympic training facility? Yeah, that's beautiful. I love those concepts. It's twos. badass. Um, Just platforms everywhere, squat racks. Um, the amazing part is that um, that's it's crazy. We get so much criticism from fucking haters. That they're, uh, that's so off pace that there's no scaling that blah 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 and and that's the reason why you've come to CrossFit because there is scaling there's individualized your trainer even though there's 10 of the people in your class he's looking at you and he's like hey Bryce yeah. stop using the rubber bands you got pull ups or Bryce For I want to see daily class Bryce come on take some weight off the back squat yeah like you know with like 75 year old grandma to me trying to compete at the Olympics and they're scaling and it's very individualized and then you go to the ski team and they don't even have that and the sole job of this one person is to program and train five athletes <laughs> and you're like huh so maybe we're not doing this right maybe that'll be your but job. i don't know maybe, like, you'll maybe i'm wrong i don't know but i don't you're not i don't think so <laughs> you're, not wrong. you're totally not wrong um how are you in the gym are you a cool dude do you add to the community I try to do as much as like possible. Like you help someone out to the car with their shit. You high-five the grannies. Yep. Hand out PVC pipes. You do do that? Oh, yeah. Are, do, do you have any desire <laughs> to, Coach? Eventually. You could probably just hand them out from the bucket, too. Yeah. The PVC pipes. Like you don't even like, have to walk over to people. You just be like, hey, you in hey. the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Um, I, yeah, I think eventually I want to work into coaching. The skills it provides you. Not the training aspect, but the communicating aspect. And there's a lot to being an efficient trainer and a good trainer. I mean, coming back to your L1 experience, <clears throat> that's what I'm most impressed about with uh, seminar staff is their ability to relay the information. Yeah. They're like, they're like, uh, like, like stand-up comedians. Yeah. Not like trying to pander to the laugh, but like the way that they relay information is like so attractive and efficient. Totally. And it's, that's what I really took away from it. And they're, they just f move through it so easily. You're like, how, how was that guy doing that? And then he, he's like, okay, it's your turn to coach. And you get up there and you're like, it's impossible. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, knees out, <laughs> heels down. <laughs> you're doing great. You were on the debate team. How do you know that? Wow. You're and, good. And you, want, and, you want, and you want a trophy. 2006, or sixth grade. 2005. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about that. Tell me about the debate team. Like, do you, do you train all year for that? What did you debate? How does that work? How does someone like you, stoner skier? I no, no, don't smoke weed. You don't smoke weed. <laughs> Someone's on the path. I had pro gun control. It was pretty easy. Pro gun control for the final for the final debate. And easy because you're in the school system, which is this liberal system, and the teachers are going to be like, of course there shouldn't be guns. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You just, 
basically it was a class and you'd have a certain topic and you'd get a partner and you'd research that topic and then you'd debate and and then there was a championship there was like a whole bracket system and a ranking system and then you get to the end and and so you went a kid who was like pro guns yeah and and where 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 was the distinction between where you stood on him and he stood on him do you remember that well you didn't you the side the the side of the debate that you got to you didn't get to oh I'm this or that it was oh it was handed it to was you it was handed to you oh shit so it didn't matter what your opinion was it was all random wow they're like this is your side of the argument argue it so how are you on but gun at the time how, I, I how was, do you feel about gun control how do I feel about gun control? Yeah, not not like not the side you were forced to be on. I love I, guns. You do. Yeah. <laughs> so I that's amazing. Love. So you won <laughs> the gun control debate. Yes. On the opposite side of where you stand. Yeah. That's maybe cool. I had the advantage in that. Because <laughs> you knew, yeah. <laughs> where do you stand on guns? There you go. Throw it back. <laughs> Someone said to me recently, hey, I can get you a free gun. I don't own a gun. I, I want a gun, but I don't own a gun. Someone said, hey, I can get you a free gun. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to get a gun. And I want to go up to Dave's ranch, and he's got a target range, and I want to shoot it. And actually, I think I didn't really want a gun until I had kids. Mm-hmm. And like now that I have kids, like I just like if I have to blast someone who comes in the house, like, I just <laughs> want to be able to do that. Or if you, you have to sell your weed. Sell my weed, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm going to give all the plants away, by the way. Why? I'm going to put them in pots. Who are you going like, to donate them to? As a funny gift. You should plant them around town. That would be cool, too. That's something I did as a kid. Anyway, different story. <laughs> so um, we planted them from the police station as a kid. <laughs> did they grow? Yeah, they would did you, Would you walk by grow. and, like, water No, them? no, no. They have their own... They had their own... Um, water? It's like the Pleasant Hill Police Department. Yeah, okay. they have their own water. Yeah, yeah, Eventually, they grow. They get a couple of feet tall, and then someone sees them and pulls them out. It's funny. <laughs> so, and I didn't even smoke weed. But anyway, it's just... just stuff kids do so someone said to me hey i can get you a free gun but you'll have to make a post on your instagram so then i asked around to some friends i'm like hey what do you think about that and they said hey do you want to alienate 65 percent of the people who are against guns i'm like no i don't want to do that why do you know what i mean yeah i think that makes do you think that makes me a pussy yeah a hundred percent. You know, hey, it's funny. It's funny because, like, um, Tiger Woods got caught banging all those chicks, right? Yep. And then Nike made him apologize. And I want him to be like, dude, like, th- like that's so stupid. Why are you apologizing? You banged all those chicks. Like, unless you really mean it, don't do it. Just be like, hey, dude, I'm a guy, and, like, I banged all these chicks, and, like, I wish I wouldn't because I didn't hurt my wife. But, like, it's what I do. Like, I'm a guy, and, like, I'm rich, <laughs> and, like, it just got away from me. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, to, to have some real aspect. But I think the gun thing is a little different. Like, I can have a gun without, like, making a post about guns and not be a pussy. Bikers. You know, I've got a, a story similar to the pro-gun. Did I, did I win you over in that here. debate, or do you still think I'm a pussy? Uh, I still think I'm a pussy. <laughs> when I was, when just, I was in... Just take the free go. gun. Yeah. You just want free protein. When, I, when I was in college, I had a, uh, an Asian studies class, and I was one of two white people in the class. Everyone else was Asian, including the professor. And the final project was you had to stand in front of the class and recite you know, one side of some particular argument. And I got... Um, against affirmative action, mm-hmm. and I remember getting up there, and everybody just hated 
everything that I had to say. I got like a B in the class, but I just remember it being the most uncomfortable thing that I'd, really? I'd had to do the entire, probably yeah, the entire I time I was in college. I don't even believe this. <clears throat> I don't know. I think you should. You're really disappointed in me. Is that why you yeah, said just you get can't a, believe this? You get a free gun. What kind of gun? Smith and Wesson. Dude. Why don't you just go buy one and don't have to worry about posting? Yeah, it? that's what I'm saying. But this guy's now calling me a pussy because someone. Oh, for not wanting to broadcast gun. it. Yeah. What are you gonna be? You're just <sighs> gonna be like, I want a gun to protect my family. I don't have the strongest views on this. I don't really care about. It. Okay, good. So you don't think I'm that much of a pussy? Yeah, yeah. He, he told the coach fuck off and hung up on him. I did. <laughs> <He's not laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Eric, what are you doing? I'm trying to get one for free here. <laughs> are he wants you a gun. are you happy with your 16th place placement? <clears throat> like, are you like okay, that's my first Olympics? Are you disappointed? Did you cry? Are you like a little baby? You did? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Because of. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It's not about win. This is going to sound totally... Yeah, I'm really disappointed in you. Uh, yeah. But the Olympics... Like, what I took away from the Olympics that were, that were pretty cool is... Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Um, like, in, during opening ceremonies when North and South Korea walked out together. You know, like... Yeah, it's a little fruity, but... Look at that. It is, look at that pock good, gear. That's dope. It is a good statement for the world. So, the Olympics are. Yeah, you want to win, but it's not. If you don't win, it's still really cool to be a part of. But if you win, it's like fucking crazy. Yeah, I think it might be insane if you win. How many condoms do you take home from the Olympic Village? We didn't stay at the Olympic Village. Oh, holy! Forty-five minutes shit. away. Shit. Yep. By the way, you look so old in that photo. You are like really young looking. Like you don't even look 25. But look at that the fucking mustache? porn star <laughs> mustache. I mean, that pock gear is insane. The cookie dust yeah, had some years. Um, I heard Olympic Village is just a fucking bang fest. I heard there's a, a fucking bowl of condoms there. I heard there was a record sure. amount of condoms the, at the Winter Olympics. This year? Yeah. Chances are high. But you didn't get to stay there. No, and I have a girlfriend. I'm, I'm getting so old. Well, that's why these I asked. Days. I didn't ask how many women you slept with. This is how many condoms you brought back. Are you a good boyfriend? <laughs> yes. That's important to you. Yeah, very important. Is she tall? I feel like this is coming off as like I'm very serious, like I'm a serious person, but I'm not really. The interview? Yeah. Yeah. Is that? No. I don't oh, think okay. That's serious. I don't know. I, I'll tell. I'll listen to it. <laughs> I like you hey, don't do hey, I'm gonna read the YouTube comments and then I'll tell you what I think about you. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah. Um, uh, is it, you are. You are. You are. You're a good boyfriend. Yes. You don't cheat on your girlfriend. <laughs> no. I mean that's hard at 25. Not really. No. No. I don't think it's, a, it's not that hard. Why is it? Because you're. I, I mean, mean, if you don't love the person that you're with, then it's hard. Wow, that's awesome. But if you love the person, then it's pretty easy. Yeah. And you're no, and it's kind of cool. It's probably a double-edged sword if we had Kelly in here and ask her. You're a no-bullshit guy. Like, if you, didn't, if you wanted to cheat on her, you'd break out with her first. Yes. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. So she has to deal with some, like, really, like... Hard lines. Hard lines. <laughs> and you're, are you dogmatic? Um, but then at least you're real. Yeah. That makes sense. When you're six seven, like when you're six two, and you're you're an Olympic skier, I'm assuming like just chicks are just throwing themselves at you. But when you're six seven and you're an Olympic skier, is it weird? Do, are women intimidated by you? Are you too tall? 
Or no, it's your, the bigger the better. Is it like how I think about women? Like if there was a seven foot tall woman, I'd just be into her. It's just more woman. I'm not sure. You're not? I couldn't I can tell you. Did women throw themselves at you in high school? Probably the opposite. I probably threw myself at Because you're, you're, so, you're so serious. Uh, if I was... You know, my parents wanted me to marry someone who's Armenian. I'm guessing. They never told me that. And my wife... My wife, my wife's that. parents wanted her to marry someone who's Jewish. Yeah, I'm assuming that. Um, Matt's parents probably wanted him to marry someone with a heartbeat. They set the bar <laughs> pretty high for him. Oh, my God. Do you... Brutal. Does any part of you want to, like, make sure that you marry someone who's tall so you have tall kids? Like, if you marry a woman who's, like, 6'1", I mean, your kid, you could have... <clears throat> it kind of be mean. I mean, Kelly's tall. If we have a kid, it's going to be, like, 7 feet tall and 135 pounds. She's going to be this tall skeleton. <laughs> How tall is she? She's five. Of, if I screw this up, five eleven. Oh, yeah, that's tall. You do you do tall good. You have no weirdness about you. It's kind of crazy. Over six five, weird shit can start happening. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when they when they walk, it's like have you ever seen like a, a an egret walks in grass? How it like mm-hmm. tries to step over? Like it's like really like I remember the I went to UC Santa Barbara and there were some tall girls on the basketball team and the way they walk, I couldn't even like. You're like something's not right. Is yeah, it's a different biomechanics. It wasn't pose running. Yep. How is your running? It's fine. Pretty quick. I don't run all that much, but that's a weird question. Is it for all it's my good. questions are weird? <laughs> is it frowned upon? Is running uh, not something that skiers should be doing? No. I mean, I run. I don't really care. Sounds like it depends on who you ask. Yeah, it depends on Different who you ask. Of thought. And your row <laughs> must be insane. Yeah. And my assault bike is pretty, pretty mean. Have you seen some of the assault-like shit we had people doing here? Mm. No. Um, so, uh, what, did, what did Bickle get? Like I want to say he got in a minute. I want to say he got 75 calories in a minute. That's what? pretty insane, right? Yeah, I'm trying to remember one of the workouts we did. How how is your row? Tell us some of your weird row numbers. I can't. I can't pull them off the top of my head. What about when there's like? Uh, Do you know your ski times? No. Oh, good. <laughs> nice uh, answer. Yeah, Consistency. <laughs> what about if there's like four rounds of a 500 meter row sprinkled in each round? What's like? What's the pace you hold? Like buck 45, buck 35. Yeah, pro- probably just under 40. That's that's impressive. 40 seconds. Yeah. yeah. For two for 250. No, for a 500. Wait, what did we have to row? We had to row under 45 I seconds, believe. which is a 130 pace for 250. Oh, my goodness. That's on CrossFit.com. I have notes, but I haven't been in the gym in months. Why not? Because you're on the road traveling. Do you drop you're in? You're in hotel gyms. and No, I generally work out with my team. It just keeps the team environment better. Comrade. So I just suck it up and, and kind of do it. And do they do your workout or do you do theirs? I do theirs. Wow. But you have an awareness, an understanding of like... What's not, going on. Yeah, you're not going to go you know, grab the 345 if you can't handle it. No, not at all. I saw you squatting <clears throat> with 345s on each side, I want to say. Did I see you doing some crazy shit like that? Yeah. And then, so when you started CrossFit, what was your squat? Ooh. Like were you like a one thirty five squat? I mean, like I mean, I do double, like, do you like I do like your squat. I do like three forty five, but like 
quarter squat the shit out of it. I mean, that's fucking impressive. That's that, that's 305? Mm, 315 for five, I think. I can't remember. It's a while ago. But yeah, it's improved dramatically. And then it was interesting because specific ski training, you do core core work. Oh, yeah. Which core. is like. Can't forget it. Can't forget the core. So you're like doing sit ups and planks and planks on. Bosu balls and whatever else, just mm-hmm. weird stuff, right? And I was never that good at it, and I never really improved at it through all my time doing that. <clears throat> and then I started doing CrossFit, and I was like, I think I should be doing more core. Like, I felt guilty for not doing core. But I was like, I'm not going to do it. Fuck it. <laughs> and so we go back. We went to a camp, and I was doing the ski team's training in down in Chile and we we did a core day and I started doing the core and I was like this is so easy awesome <laughs> I was like oh oh okay I see what's going on here <laughs> that's I never awesome. felt guilty about not doing some stupid bosu ball core workout again you mentioned um so- somewhere I read yesterday you mentioned being present the importance of being present yeah. Maybe it was even in that post that I, we started mm-hmm. talking about. What does that mean to you to be present? Being aware of what's going on right here, right now. So as far as managing your thoughts in a productive way. Not getting sidetracked by your thoughts. Not getting sidetracked by this little guy. Or I struggle <laughs> with that. Yeah, I think we all do. We never, we never get sidetracked in here. Never. <laughs> Not once. Yeah, but it's part of the flow, I guess. Can, can you not, not, can you not be present when you're doing your sport? Have you ever and been be successful? Like, I mean, have you ever been going down the hill and you get yourself thinking about something? Oh yeah. Did all I turn the, the oven? Are you fucking kidding me? All the fucking time. Yeah, I don't find that hard to believe. You're going down and you're like. Uh, I'm not feeling so good, or I wonder what's for lunch. Period. I'm not feeling so good, though. It's, it's, I mean, you're... It happens. You can be in your head and, and, and have thoughts and still be present. Yes. Right? Like, I can be watching myself wondering if I turn the stove off. Mm-hmm. But then there's also times, like, where, you know, you wake up in, in the morning, and your brain's already, like, halfway through a thought, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even when you, if you go into your, there's a difference between going into your head and not being present, yeah. right? Yeah. You, but do, you ever, you, do you ever go down the course and you're like, oh fuck, I don't remember a section of it? Yeah. Oh God. And then that totally throws you off, and then you're, that's when you're totally, that's when you become out of out of control. And you're just winging you, it the rest of the race. You're just winging it, and it's not safe. It's not. It's not a comfortable place to be in. A lot of the time. Usually in a race, you're pretty dialed. When we're doing training, that kind of happens sometimes. You get, some, you make a big mistake and you get pissed off. And then you end up just, <clears throat> I'll usually just stop. I'll just like fully p- put on the brakes and be like, okay, next run, we'll, I'll pull it together. Because it is completely dangerous to just lose focus and you're just guessing on what you're doing. And then 
that's when you can really get hurt. That's when something bad. Oh, is it sounds happen. terrifying. Yeah, you're going fast. <laughs> Skiing's like is like is like more dangerous than motorcycle. It's like you put in these things on your feet that make you go 90 miles an hour. And those skis are long. They're 220 centimeters. So meaning they can get all fucking entangled and tangled in nets, and they're heavy, and your boots are way too small. How often do you change your skis? Uh, I probably have 50 pairs of skis. And, and where do they? Where do you store them? Uh, so. Fisher, this company I ski for, they provide what's called a serviceman. He's my technician. He tunes, he works for Steve Nyman and myself, and he tunes all the skis. So having fast skis, like these bases have to be prepared with wax, and it takes a lot of time, and I don't really know the process, but he's one of the best at it. So Fisher provides, he pays, Fisher provides a salary for this, this guy, and he travels around with all our skis and tunes them and picks out the right skis for each conditions. And so, how many skis did you take to the Olympics? Uh, probably thirty pairs. Jeez. Wow! For how many races? One, <laughs> two, two races. Sorry. And it's just in case your mood changes and you want to switch. The weather changes, conditions change. You gotta <laughs> ice. Snow. Yep. Are you that dialed? It's yep. like that. Like when you said you're meticulous, you're meticulous. I don't want to get crazy complicated, but yeah, it's it's a process. And then you have different pairs of boots, different plastics of the boots. It gets complicated. There was something I I I, I saw that caught me offline. That regardless of the um, or I saw online that caught me off guard. Regardless of the size of the boot, every boot has the exact same amount of plastic. So when you have a, does that sound right to you? And so when you have a bigger p boot, you have less integrity in the boot. Yeah, so they... Did I, did they, I read that right? Yeah, they build, uh, there's one standard of mold for a boot. It's one size. It's a 305 millimeters. And then from there, they just computer enhance it. So the bigger the boot gets, the less plastic you get. And they don't really calculate a formula. And the smaller the boot sounds gets, like the more training. It sounds like your Olympic training. <laughs> Just yeah. one size fits all? What the fuck is going on all. here? It yeah. doesn't even make sense to me. And the plastic changes. The way they do an injection molding, it's similar to uh, a paintball gun. Like the hopper, you know, where there are all the paintballs and it gets fed through. And then it melts and then it's injected into the mold. And that's how you create a boot. That comes out very inconsistent. So then you have <clears throat> plastics aren't the same, so you need a lot of different pairs of boots to test and f and find similar plastics that feel comfortable to ski in. Dang. Yeah, so, it's so, so you'll try <laughs> so you'll try on three different pairs of size 15s and they'll all be different. Well, there's even if they're the same boot, does that happen? They come out similar, like okay. the, the fit. It'll probably take two hours to fit my boots. A pair of boots, one pair of boots. And do you get, how often do you have the same pair of boots you've had for now for five years or no? No, you switch constantly. So, what do you do uh, with your? I'll old usually those will usually last you three or four months, three months. And then you chuck them. Pretty much. You don't donate them to some kids fund. No, because they're all custom. They're all size fifteen. Custom to my feet. What do you do with those things? The truth is, and is they're so stiff. No one would ever want to ski on those. Oh, it's not what you use for recreation. Do you ski recreationally? 
Yeah. Like powder skiing. Like yeah, like you'll just go Cruising out, around. you and Kelly, and like get yeah. a beer at the lodge or a hot chocolate. Oh yeah. Take the ski lift together. There was a um, you went on a date one time, skiing. And. And. A ski date. And the girl. Uh, did I ditch her? Hey, and you boy. ditched her. Dude. You ditched your date. I did. <laughs> is. Is that is that the where does that come from? Just because like skiing's your your so he went on a date with this girl and she was skiing I was young. Too, he was skiing too slow. I was like sixteen oh, you were or skiing too slow. No. She was skiing. I too thought you slow. just like dumped her down a double black diamond and went to the bunny slopes. No, it was a pretty easy run. And so and I skied down and I was waiting at the bottom. I was a I was a punk. As a young, how old were you? A young gentleman. I was probably sixteen at this point. Like just got my driver's license. Thought I was the shit. Yeah. So she comes. Do you, have, like, do you have chains on your car, or no? You're local. You have snow tires. Yeah. Okay. Not in snow. No, no studs. All right. Do you have chains? No. Hell do you no. Use cable chains. <laughs> <laughs> Is that frowned upon in Tahoe? Yeah. No. That's why? like if why? you buy cable, because they roll on the, <clears throat> the cable chains, they'll roll on the tire. Uh-huh. So you're actually not doing anything. Uh-huh. You're just like, your tire is you're actually worse, rolling maybe. on the chains. Yeah. I have a minivan that's all-wheel drive, thank you. Oh, nice. What kind? Uh, Town Sien- and country. Sienna. Oh, nice. Thank you. Town and country. Is a you could rock a minivan. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't need to drive a minivan. Yeah, because he could just open up the back and just slide in dude, skis. Dude, he's 25. He's in his prime. I know, but when, you're, truck, man. when you're a Tahoe ski dude, you can do all sorts of crazy shit. I don't need... <laughs> what kind of car do you have? Chevy Tahoe. Were you concerned it was going to make it down here? Yeah. <laughs> that's life. That's life at 25, isn't it? I mean, that's that's why I drove be. my mom's Volvo. Oh, here? Did, did you? Did you? I did. Awesome. That's so awesome. Well, I'm waiting to ski fast, so then I don't have to worry about that. Does <laughs> she? Does she know the story? The girl. The girl. Yeah. I don't think so. Like 20 years later, or it hasn't been 20 years. It's only been nine years. Yeah. You haven't told him, like, hey, you know, I want to apologize to you. No. Was that the last date you went on? With her. Yep, that was it. That ended it. How's Kelly skiing? <laughs> She's pretty good. She just recreationally skied with her family for years. So. Does she still snowplow? No, she's just points it dangerously fast. <laughs> she's out of control sometimes, but she keeps up. I don't force her to keep up. I don't really care, but she does. And where do you ski? Squaw Valley primarily. Like exclusively. Born and yeah. How what do you think of Sierra Ski Ranch? Sierra Tahoe. Uh it's on the fifty? Yeah, Sierra Tahoe. Yeah. I've never skied there. Oh. What about Wait. Mammoth? I like Mammoth a lot. Why'd you have a smirk a on your face there. when I said Sierra Ski Ranch? Because that's not what it is. Oh. <laughs> Did it used to be called that? That's where I that's where my dad took me as a kid. No, there's Donner Ski Ranch, which uh-huh. is on the summit of uh-huh. Highway eighty, and then there's Sierra Tahoe. So I don't know if you combine the two. It's next to Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Did you go up to Tahoe? Mike? Yeah. No, not anymore. Oh, okay. I'm going to start. Did Sugar Bowl is the, the lowest one, right? The lowest? Like the, the, low, the lowest resort. Like, where, like on the 50, no. there's like these ones that pop up. And it's, yeah, I think it is. I think it goes Sugar Bowl, Sierra, it's Tahoe, no. and then Don. No? No. Nope. Tell me. It probably, on 50? Yeah. Like when you're coming up from Sacramento. Yeah, you're, it's going to be Sierra, Tahoe, and then oh. there's Kirkwood. And, and the then f- Heavenly. 
Do they have anything that would even challenge you at Sierra Tahoe, or is that why you don't go there? Or I've just never. Too far? It's just too far. Like I live on the complete opposite side. Does Squaw mm-hmm. sponsor you? We're working on it. So, you, so I mean, like, so you you last year you paid for your ski pass? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Good question. I was I was wondering <laughs> the same thing. No, I didn't pay for my ski pass. Because like, if I own the place, I'm like, yeah, you ski here. Yeah. They help me out, but we're working on bigger deals. Like where you'll wear their hat or something. Yeah. Exactly. Or like when you're on the show, you'll plug them. Yeah. Like you plug Pac. Yeah. And Fisher. And Delta. And Delta. <laughs> but Delta. <laughs> Delta is so important. Um, in my opinion, there was no chance Chris Bieler was ever going to win the CrossFit Games. He was just too little. It was an outlier, right? Yep. Um, is, there, is there never a chance um, that you'll be the best in the world because you're too big the aerodynamics just aren't there like that you're just there's too much wind resistance on you no it's not there's a possibility that i could do it it's just it is if you take someone that's five five or let's say five eight that's probably about the smallest around the smallest guy him standing up versus me standing up is a huge difference aerodynamically so it just takes a lot more discipline in my technical skiing and, and how I approach that. So I'm in a more aerodynamic position consistently, if that makes sense. And and that puts a greater demand on your body Correct. Phys- physically. So I have to be more bent over all the time and in a lower position skiing. Do you have any? Are there any weird muscles growing on you? Like do you have crazy calves or like like that? Like the hockey player had just crazy ass, right? From, no. from his, I have weird bone spurs on my feet. From from living from ski boots. Living in the boots. Yeah. Are you gonna do your level two? Maybe. We'll sponsor you. <laughs> in a few years, you need some time. There's the there's this. Do you guys all have to take that L one here? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. like in I, the contract. I think I'm coming up. Yeah. No. It's not like that. This place is like, this place actually is, God, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. <laughs> there's, there's the training department where there's just, you know, obviously some, some insane discipline, right? Because they have to deliver this message with just fucking such precision, accuracy, and rigor, right? And they have to yep. fucking get through these points, and they have to teach this to you. And after two days, you have to be like you did. You have to leave and be like, holy fuck, that was the best $1,000 I ever spent. Yeah. Like, we take that crazy serious. Yep. I think they should raise the price. It's been a thousand forever. But anyway, um, uh, and it's life changing. It's like you're gonna you're, there's shit you learn in there. You're gonna teach your kids. Yep. There's shit you probably already taught Sally, right? Mm-hmm. In the media department, it's it's not there. It's not uh, in the other departments. There's not quite that rigor and discipline. I mean, there's rigor and discipline everywhere in the department. Everyone's like overachiever. Everyone does CrossFit. Everyone's kind of a fucking fitness nut. Yeah, but um, it's very um, it's an it's an awesome place to work. It's chill. Yeah, it's, it's walking around the office. Everyone's just hanging out, talking. But you got to be a self starter. Yes, yes. Like if you didn't want to take your L one, you're 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 like like if it doesn't sound fun to you on a weekend to go to your L one and listen Chuck to <laughs> Chuck Carswell, Zach, and Michelle Moots, then you then you're at the wrong job. Yeah, every yeah, yeah that's well it's said. like. It's yeah, like, it's like so, so we went down to it's the... It's like if you left donuts out here, we would throw them away. 
just just to be assholes when we film it and put it on our Instagram. You know what I mean? Like I would for sure. Like that's just not that we don't eat donuts, but not here at work. Like we're yeah. we're all walking the walk. We're faking it until we make it. Yeah, it's like we went down to the MD Level One a couple weekends ago, and uh, Greg Talk had cleared out. And I stood after and I just watched actually Michelle Moots do the GHD mm-hmm. and uh, Wes Pyatt like walk through the points of performance and I had a great time. Yeah, like this is cool. I'm into yeah. this. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, this is your shit. This is what we yeah. do. Yeah. And like um, you, there's a lot. We're super accepting. You could smoke weed or be Muslim or Christian or yeah. like there's dick or not like dick. Beers in the cafeteria for. <laughs> but 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 if we do see you drinking a coke, we'll judge the shit out of you too. Like oh, to no end. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean. Like we're just a we're a support group. <laughs> a rehab. Accountability. Accountability. Where where does anyone just slam cokes here? I've never seen. A Coke in this uh, building. I actually, that's not true. I'd seen Diet Cokes in the fridge a couple years ago. I haven't seen them in forever. Yeah, there was there was at one. Yeah. And they were just in there forever. Probably Matt threw them away. No, it wasn't as. Uh, but I, I've never seen anyone drink a Coke in here. Good. Not even like. Thanks. Never. <clears throat> Maybe a Jack and Coke actually. Yeah. Or a rum and coke. Yeah, in fact, I think at the Christmas party I may have had a rum and coke. <laughs> I don't even remember. I think I swatted it out of your hand. <laughs> Did you? You may have. I sent it back. It's a good Christmas. Let's get him oh, a That is true. We switched my yeah. And and our on our um uh, at our Christmas party one of the drinks was fuck coke I think. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember yeah, that? They were all named yeah. Yeah, it was fuck coke. Where are the Olympics next? The Winter Olympics. Beijing. Is that true? Yeah. It's cool. If you didn't know that, I had some fucking horrible shit to say to you. <laughs> you ain't fucking going. You ain't taking this shit seriously. I, I think. Hey, I think you I'm should. Um, sure. Just to make a, uh, a another bold like post, you should just um, purchase your ticket to Beijing <laughs> now. <laughs> And take post and take a picture of it and post it. Yeah. And be like, yeah, motherfuckers. You could take your shirt off and do a mirror selfie. It'd be perfect. <laughs> how, how, <laughs> how, Got my ticket. How how many um, how many people will make go to the Beijing Olympics in, in in the downhill on the downhill team? Four people. Four. So there's only four guys. There's Correct. four guys. Per there's discipline. four positions. For each country. Okay, and and it doesn't sound like you know until the last minute. Nope. Pretty much two weeks before. So we were at some of the races, like the Olympics are coming up, and the coaches are like, it's still undecided. You can do it <clears throat> in a meeting the night before the race. And you're like, oh, okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> now I'm just, I'm worried about this race and my safety, and now I'm worried about making the Olympics. But yeah, it's. It depends on how you place throughout the World Cup season, and then the highest ranked guys will go to the Olympics. How, when he says it in the room, how many dudes are in there? How many downhill guys are in the room when he says that? I mean, there's four or five of us. Okay, so one. It's so pretty one. small crew. We have a small crew of five. I guess we have six or seven guys. So there's four of you are going and three of you aren't. Yeah. And is there a guy who's so good on? Or who's the best guy in the team? Right now, Steve Nyman. He's been injured the last year. And does everyone know he's the best? I mean, he clearly demonstrates that weekend and week out. Do you hate him? No, not at all. He's I, a super nice guy. I kind of hate him. <laughs> <laughs> How um, tall is he? He's tall, too. He's 6'4". Nah, that's nothing. Wow. Yeah. 
smoking. Can you not be short? Can a five five guy not do downhill? Is it? Do you need to be? It's a, difficult. Why? What happens when you're small? Uh. And fuck do, you for that. Do you really? Want, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me, yeah. <clears throat> the, just the technique of skiing is is tough, and you put too much angle on the ski, so which in turn causes more drag, and you slow down. And then you're also you have less mass. Mass is important. Just for the start? No, just like carrying it throughout the course. Okay. Just like ha- Make, making a turn at 90 heavier. miles an hour. Yeah. And maintaining that speed, the heavier guy is going to go fast. Are you the heaviest guy in the team? On our team? Yeah, I think so. You were the, are, were you the, did I read, you were the tallest guy Olympian at the Winter Olympics? Yeah, U.S. Olympian. Was there a taller non-U.S. Olympian or U.S. Uh, uh, Olympic athlete? There's another ski racer who's actually pretty tall. I don't know if he's taller than me. It's a debate. He's not taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No that's way. Why no you, that's why you won the debate team in 2006. I'm way taller than yeah. five. I'm convinced. You are, um, so, so there's a chance you may have been the tallest Olympian at the Winter Olympics this year. Yeah, potentially. I mean, what are the what? They don't have basketball Winter in Winter Olympics. In the winter, curling. Do I don't think so. What sport requires being tall? Bobsled, no. When tall guys, when when you see someone else who's um, tall, how tall do they have to be for you to give them, like, the black guy nod? (laughs) You know what I mean by the black guy nod? Like, there's two black guys walking down the street, and it's an all-white town, and I'm sure they're, like... 6'6". 6'6". Who's the guy in the IT department? Scott. Scott Amory. Yeah. You gave him a... Almost. Oh. <laughs> He's close. He's good, but not. But he doesn't make it. Yeah. Generally, when you see pers- someone that's like six, seven or above, you like, you just know the the struggle of. I was gonna say it's what like a big yeah, 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 struggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I can't find shirts that fit, or pants, <laughs> or shoes, and. You guys just exchange like a note of like best practices as yeah. you pass. You have a. Here's what I'm just like. It's you. Do become instant friends. It's pretty funny. Ogar was funny because I asked him, I'm like, hey, do you give like the dudes in wheelchairs the fucking nod when you see them? Yeah. And uh, he said something so funny. He said yes, but not if someone's pushing them or not if they're. He had some <laughs> yeah. sort of like. Yeah, yeah, he, he had did. a criteria. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Just like you have a criteria. 6'5. Okay. I mean, if they're overweight and they're getting off the airplane and someone's pushing them. Because they can't walk, they don't get the nod. They don't from, get the nod from Ogar. <laughs> um, how about how about women? Do do you, is there a height for women that you give the nod to? Yeah, generally it's someone that's over like a woman that's over six feet. She's got some problems. That's like she's she has some out. difficulties she has to face. You know, like for girl finding clothes, and like everyone's staring at her like, damn, that chick's huge. It's a lot of attention. It's tough. My cousin, she's six five. So holy, holy crap! How long it takes? I to understand. Be? I used to have a Great Dane, and mm-hmm. when I went out with them, it was a fucking shit show. Because everyone, everyone, everyone wants up. to come up and like touch him and talk Pat about him. him and like, oh, this dog's so big. How yeah. much does he weigh? Yeah. You're like, okay, and, and that's your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't be stoned. That would be that would be crazy. You can't be out stoned and people wanting to be talking to you. That's like the last thing you want. Yeah, no, not at all. Oh, now I'm convinced. I'm convinced you <laughs> didn't do steroids and you have never done them. Are you sure? No, but I mean, I'm convinced. Do I look like I've done? 
I mean, you never know. Yeah. Dan yeah. Bailey looks. I wish I was Dan Bailey's size. And I'm did, not. And didn't do steroids. Insinuating that Dan Bailey does steroids. He, I don't at think all. he does. There's either. no way. I mean, Dan's like a foot shorter than you. Is he? You how tall are those guys? Dan's like like a little, Dan I mean, and Josh. I think Dan's a little bit shorter <clears> than I am. I would say Dan. I probably claim he's five nine. I'd say he's five seven. Josh would claim he's <laughs> yeah. five seven. He's probably five five on a good day. <laughs> I think I'm taller than Josh. Damn. That's They're the only short. Thing. Yeah. They're That's, tiny. Yeah. No, Olsen's probably five eight, five seven, five nine. Yeah, he's a little bit shorter than I am. I'm like five nine, five ten. I'm like five ten almost. But none of them seem short to me. Ben no. Five seven. Self-reported. Oh, wow. oh yeah, there you go. Five. There you go. Yeah, Dan is a specimen. Yeah, he is. A thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. I got a little crush on him. Oh, is hey. he your favorite? <sighs> no, I don't know. How did you get the blue check mark? How? Yeah. I don't I know people. I think they give them all to Olympians. Yeah, see, like our whole ski team got verified. There was someone that did Tell me. Tell me the process. Give I me the, can, give me the, the inside process. I didn't do it. Someone did it for me. Did they tell you? They said, hey, Bryce. I don't even have that many followers. Were they like, Bryce, we're going to get you the blue check mark? Yeah. And then were you like, oh, that's cool? Yep. Um, they tell you that. In the, where were you when they told you that? It was the beginning of the season. So you hadn't even made the Olympics yet? No. You got it just for being on the U.S. ski team? Yep. They were like, Fucking we know Instagram will hand those fuckers out to anybody. Why do you guys not get? Oh, no, I got one. Oh. <laughs> Took like an act of Congress. <laughs> yeah. But Matt told me I had to hang out with porn stars. I was trying to increase. And so did I, you do it? And so I did. I tried a bunch of times. I got denied probably probably 10 times for you. For him. Um, so you make it on the U.S. ski team, and there's someone there who's like they're this probably their head of social media. I, th- <clears throat> I think someone from Instagram came to work for the ski team, and he had the in. So, so we tried to get something like this for games sure. athletes with Twitter, like 2013. And it was like a full setup where you could submit the names and like, hey, they'll all get verified. Yep. But it just didn't get support on our end. So Look up Josh Bridges. I don't think he's verified. I think he is. Oh, he is? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Josh is. that is. new? He's got. No, he's had for a while. Oh, never mind. Revoke said comment. Wow. Yeah, isn't that amazing? How many followers does he have? Like 100? Oh, 600. 600,000? Hey, fuck the number of followers he has. He got his own T-shirt. There's some there's some what weird ones I could verified that I kind of curious about. He's like a superhero. I and you're him. verified? I know. <laughs> I'm done. How many followers do you have? I'm approaching ninety thousand. Wow. That's the way I like to say it. Watch out for this guy. Yeah, look at look at my check. How is your social media presence? Oh, it's amazing. All the time. I can't believe I don't have a million followers. My shit is tight. <laughs> Tell him that. You go a while without posting. Got yeah, some, me got too. Some Do you wear a cup? No. No. Unprotected. How come <laughs> I don't? How come I don't see in your suit? How come I don't see your junk? Because it's gold. The, I don't know. It, Maybe I got a small penis. Now, even <laughs> if you had a small penis, we'd all be like, "He has a small." I've penis. I've got a small. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's tiny. <laughs> why? How come it, it, it's it's Why don't you wear a cup? I don't really. Does anyone wear a cup? No. Do you wear a jock? You don't hat? really end up hitting. I mean, you can hit yourself in the nuts, but you don't generally hit yourself in the. You in wear the a helmet. You wear a helmet. Yeah. Boxers and a back protector. 
You do wear a back protector. Yes. What's that, like motorcycles, like a plate back there? <laughs> Similar. It's foam pad. Mm. Thick foam pad. And so yeah, do, you tra- do you train with that too? Scroll- yes. I pretty much wear that every time I go skiing. Um, go, go back a second. Look at that other POC helmet, that blue one. Wow. So do you own all those helmets? Yes. How many helmets do you have? A lot. Those are 500 bucks a pop. Yeah, they're expensive. I probably have 15 of those. Look at that American flag on top. Is that your favorite? Yeah, that's the American downhiller helmet, <clears throat> which oh. is like a brand we kind of, not me, I didn't start it. One of my old teammates, ex-teammates, started this brand American downhiller, and it's for camps. Kid camps, mm. so kids sign up, they attend the camp. It's pretty much only U.S. ski team athletes who coach it, and so there's just hats and a camp. That hat's cool. pretty cool. I like the yeah, that hat too. is cool. Um, but that, uh, oh look at you! And you yeah. know the guy who owns this? Yeah, cool dude. He's pretty much super cool. Does he have kids? Nope. But He's he does, working on it. But maybe. he does the kids camp. He's yep. working on it. Every, every, <laughs> everyone's working on it. Hey, there's my girlfriend. Don't Where? Worry about it. Right there. Oh, really? <coughs> yep. <clears throat> she got on the site, but you didn't? Correct. Your, your girlfriend looking. looks like a woman. Yeah, she is a woman. She's <laughs> yeah. CPA as well. Oh. Is she older than you? Nope. Uh, a little bit. A month. Yeah, because you don't look like, I mean, like you look like you're going to still change. Like, you look young. You look very young. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, don't you think, Matt? Mm. You don't even have any... You How old are you? 33. Oh. You yeah. look young, too. Yeah. Thanks, are I'll you kidding it. me? From 25? Dude, he's an old man. Last time you said that, it crushed me for like a month, man. Which one? You told me I was looking old. I did? Yeah. I meant it as a compliment. Yeah, I'm starting to look, looking at like the wrinkles around my eyes. I'm like, shit, man, what's happening here? 50 pairs. of no, I, I, I definitely... I thought you were older before we got in the room. And now that we're here, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. He's young. You mean when you yeah. saw him from afar? Yeah. No. I, th- I thought you were older than I was. Maybe it's because you're so big. Wow. Tall. You said it. You said it hurts to say how that I said you were old, and then now you're telling him he's old. No, I said he's young. Hey, did you see what he squeezed on that grip tester? I don't even want to know. What'd you get? Seventy-eight. Oh, that's uh, that's pounds, right? Pounds? I'm not sure. Who cares? But it's more than yeah. even Charlie got. Charlie Doobie got. Yeah. Well, Mars got the most by like. Like. No, he didn't get yeah, seventy-eight. Was Mars was in the sixties still. Oh, was he? Okay. Damn, so that's, yeah, that's, wow, okay, so are you right-handed? Yeah. Oh, that, that was kilos. Yeah, if you're kilos, what did you get it's right like there? into the hundreds, I think, right? No, pounds, it's into the hundreds. No, it's got to be, oh, yeah, wow, pounds. Yeah. Wow, that's about three, <laughs> that's about three times as much as I pulled. <laughs> that's so you don't smoke weed, you're straight, you're 6'7", you're wearing Innovates, you're size 15, you stayed 45 minutes away from Olympic Village. You have yeah. 50 pairs of skis. We still don't know where you store them, but we know you have a guy who takes care of them. You have 15... They're, pop- in, they're in Italy, to be precise. Serious? Yeah. <clears throat> they're in his garage in Italy. I don't own anything that's not in my garage. <laughs> you have 50 pairs of skis in some other dude's garage in Italy. Yeah. So if you need them, he FedExes them out? No, I don't need them without him. He goes everywhere I go. So this guy fucking travels with... Damn. 100 pairs of skis, 50 for you and 50 we'll for cargo. you. We'll put them on a cargo shipment. A big old mass, like DHL, basically. What if that thing went down? You'd be screwed. 
Yeah. Or if it doesn't get through customs. Are you hearing stories stories like that when you get to the Olympics? Like so and so skis didn't come through, or someone skiing and like. No, we actually flew on the plane with all of our skis. So you go to the the check-in desk and they're like how many bags are you checking in today you're like i don't know 350 (laughs) (laughs) there's just a mountain of ski bags because there's three other technicians with all their skis and then all their tuning equipment all their tuning benches where they set the skis and it's like a masseuse on roids ski gear normal clothes jesus traveling in the airport sucks as a ski racer you're like so how many bags you're checking in? You're like, I got 12 this time. You think we could? Don't charge me for those. <laughs> so how did we get you here? You you said you did 14 international flights last year. Are those 14 round trip flights? Yeah, that would have been a round trip. So you did 28 flights. No, sorry. Seven. Seven. How do we? How how did you have time to come here for this? It sounds like you're just. Now I'm off. So I'm done. So I went to Norway. But, but shouldn't you go to Chile or some shit if you're off? Because that's where the snow is. Yeah, not quite yet. Okay. It's their f- coming up on their fall. Okay. Um, I was just in Norway a couple of weeks ago, and that was our last training camp. <clears throat> and then I come home, and I have time off now. So now I'm I'm home until August. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, awesome. beginning of August. And when you're so you have a, you kind of have a long distance relationship a little bit. Yeah, fully, all the time. Does she did she come to the Olympics with you? Nope. Was that hard or? Or was it good so you could be focused? It was going to Korea was tough because the housing situation was minimal and it was very expensive to find a place. And the beds are short? No, it depends. That was racist. It depends. Um, All beds are short for you. Yeah. But it was just like a logistical nightmare. And I really didn't want to deal with that midway through the season. So I was like, just please don't come. (laughs) She wanted to come so bad, but I was like, just don't do it. My mom wants to come to the CrossFit Games this year. She she always goes to the yeah. she's always been to the CrossFit Games. She always goes, and then last year she didn't go. No one in my family went. Normally they always go, but it was in Madison and just it was going to be too much. And I got babies and shit. Yeah. So this year my mom's like, "Hey, I'm going to come to the CrossFit Games," and I immediately just feel this stress. Even though she was not going to yeah. do anything, she's not even going to talk to me or bug me. She I won't even know she's there. Yeah. But like right, I'm like, oh fuck. Totally. You know what I mean? Because it's like not playtime. Yeah. No. It's game time. Yeah, game you got a job to do. Yeah, and you not, can't accommodate. Yeah, a zero. A zero. Even if you want to accommodate. <laughs> yeah. Like I have rules. Like anytime I see my mom, I give her a kiss, no matter what. Yeah. Like I can't do that. Like, I'm and gonna have to break my own fucking rules. It's the same thing because you're working all day and then you come home and you feel a little bit of an obligation to go yes. visit them, yes. maybe eat dinner. Yes. But you don't want to. Yes. You just want to sit down and relax and, and do everything. more work. Yeah. And then if you or don't do have more work. Exactly. So do you do that? Do you come home and look at game tape? Is that what you do? Correct. So we'll, usually when you're done, you're, you'll eat lunch and then take a little break. And then the coaches come back and they have to upload all of the video. We have this huge computer system that we travel with, huge hard drive. So they'll upload all the video. <clears throat> Takes about an hour. You know. <laughs> I don't have to tell you. And then we'll review that and then work out. Maybe review it some more, and then by that time it's dinner time, and then you go to bed. So there's a decent amount of time, like free time, but you're pretty much working the whole day. The courses, um, somewhere, somewhere I read that 
all of the courses, all of the Olympic courses have been designed by the same man for like 60 years. Yeah, Bernard Rusi. Is that how, how many how many fucking Olympics has he done? <sighs> I can tell you off the top of my head a lot. He's just the only one. Yeah, w- whenever an Olympic venue needs to be built, a downhill course, Olympic venue, he's the man. And he shows up and designs it. Correct. He builds pretty much all the modern downhill courses. Have you talked to him? Yeah. Cool dude. Yeah, he's sw- super Swiss, but he's a good dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> that means that's like that's as cool as he can be. He's yeah. Swiss. He's- Carries a pocket knife. I'm just joking. I don't even know any Swiss people. Relax, anyone who's Swiss out there. Swiss people are cool, but... I'm sure you're cool. What time is it? Um, <laughs> I, love, I love the Swiss little, people. Little watch joke. <laughs> so, um, are, are there's no two courses that are the same? Nope, not even close. Every winter, is the course in Pretty Tahoe different? In Tahoe? Is there a downhill course in Tahoe where you nope. live? No, Squaw doesn't have one? Nope. Are they going to build one for you for part of your sponsorship? No. It's <laughs> nope. quite an undertaking. So where do you practice? Yeah. So you, where do you practice? Just in these places that you were talking about? Correct. And you can only go, and those are all Olympic villages? Like the one in Chile is an Olympic village? No. An excellent, You're no. You're on the side of a mountain in Chile at 11,000 feet. Oh, Ooh. shit. So there's just a ski, re- ski resort up there that has a downhill. And you can put safety netting up and, and run safe training. What's and, the name of the resort? Uh, La Parva, and then also Portillo, Chile. Super gorgeous. And are those different every year, too? Those pretty much stay the same. Okay. But when you go to a competition, you never are on the same track twice? I might have answered that wrong the first time. Take two. Yep. we (laughs) We do do the same downhill courses year after year. They maybe change. One or two might change, but... For the most part, we do the same ones every single year. The snow conditions change. The way the slope is prepared cha- can change. The weather, obviously, will change the snow. and They come out differently, but for the most part, they're similar. Do you ever see just completely stupid shit? And, and I have no idea what I'm talking about here, but I'm going to try to give you an example. Like, I notice that when you're skiing, like, there's a lot of times when you're not on the ground. Like, if I was skiing that course, I'd be on the ground at that section. But you're not because you've hit something that's made you catch air and like you're off the ground what yeah. looks like six inches to five feet, right? Yeah. Just like hovering along. Do you ever see places, and I'm assuming those are bumps, right? Yes. <clears throat> Very bumpy. Most of the downhills are incredibly bumpy. Are there ever bumps like, like as you're approaching a turn, you're like, dude, you guys. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I remember. Like how about shave a, that down a little bit? There's, there's a, a fucking course. turn here. There's a course in Kitzbühel where you have to go across this traverse towards the end. You should YouTube it, actually. What's, what's Kitzbühel, what? Austria. The Honenkamp. Good luck spelling Ooh. that. Kitzbühel. K-I-T-B-U-L-E. Kitz- Spool, K-I-T-S. Kitzbühel. K-I-T-Z-Bühel. Oh, right. What a great <laughs> language. They throw in Zs. Um but it's so icy and so bumpy. The first time I went across it, I'm halfway across it, and I'm like, I can't see. My head's bouncing around. I'm like, what is that noise? And it was like, one, it was my skis, the wood, and them breaking. And two, it was my teeth hitting each other. Uh, <laughs> holy shit. But I didn't have time to realize it because you're just pure survival across this this steep, icy traverse. And like... When I mean 
ice, like 20 million gallons of water poured into the snow, hosed onto the snow. So the thing is solid ice and that very bumpy. Sound, that, God, that just doesn't sound fun. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's super fun. Would you, would you rather turn left or right? Like, do you have a preference? Don't have a preference. Doesn't matter. So, like, my left foot turns are generally better. Okay, I, I figure. So, I would, going to the right. Yeah. So, like, the designer's got to know like people prefer certain things. So, does he try to like screw somebody over by making just like a bunch of right turns? Not really. Okay. Do you snowboard? Yes. Oh, you're not supposed to say you snowboard. No, that's fine. Is it bad to <laughs> snowboard? Is it, does no. Because it, it takes you away from your training? or No. Snowboarding. I go, I mean, I don't like actively snowboard, but I've gone. Is it is it frowned upon to be 25 years old and, and ski at the ski resort? Does that make you an old dude? No. It's not like everyone 25 years old is just snowboarding these days? I mean, no. I've been to the ski resort in fucking 20 years, so I don't know. No, when ski, I was there, there were no snowboards. It's making a little bit yeah, of a comeback. I was say, it's it a is? Comeback. Yeah, snowboarding's slowly going away. Oh. Not really. Snowboarding's incredibly huge, but a lot of people are starting to ski more now. E- even young people. Yeah, like early 2000s, snowboarding was a, snowboarding was what you wanted to do. That was the sport. Are you goofy or regular? I'm regular. What are you? Goofy. goofy. Yeah. Most people are. What are you? Do you right foot or left foot forward? Do you ride a skateboard? I don't ride a skateboard. There's skateboards all over yeah, the place. I don't ride any of those. If you were to ride a board... You need a Razor scooter. <laughs> yeah, like, like, hey, hey Savon, go like oh, this. I do both ways. <laughs> I do both ways. I do have, I have this one called a Zune, and I, and I do both. I switch. You're Mongo then, right? Yeah, switch. Mongo. Yeah. Or is that the no, one no, you Mongo, push? It's with one you, 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 are goofy, but you push with your left. As and Mongo. I ride yeah. the Indo board and the Bongo board, and I go both ways. I, I do, I switch back and forth. I do that when I ride a skateboard. Yeah. Back For all you skateboarders out there, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm the other one. I'm left foot on, and I push with my right. Yeah. I feel comfortable like punching with both hands, but all that stuff. Not writing. Have you taken that CrossFit self-discipline? Self-discipline. <laughs> Sorry, not self. Tony's gonna be stoked. Yeah. I have not taken the defense course. Defense course. That dude who teaches it's a badass. Yeah. What's his son's name? Nick. Nick. Nick was at our L one, but. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, he was super cool. He was in Aromas this week. Yep. Shit. Thanks for calling me, Nick. Shadowing. I'm actually friends with him. Oh, to be on the team. Yeah. Holy no shit. That's why I didn't call you. Yeah, he's charismatic. Yeah. He's a good dude. I highly recommend taking the defense course and the striking course. You know about the striking course? No. What's that? Have you, do you get in fights? All the time. Do you? Yeah, I beat the shit out of people constantly. <laughs> no. That was a I've Dan been Bailey in... no. That was a Dan Bailey no. No wonder you like <laughs> Dan would be like that. No. <laughs> why would I ever punch someone in the face? No one, no one messes with someone who's 6'7". That's not true. I've been in one street fight, but I I set it all up. I wanted to see what it was like being a... Sh- I was, watched a couple MMA YouTube videos and... Felt pretty good about yourself. I felt pretty good. I thought my skills were high, so I got into a fight with this kid in the park and... A friend of yours? Yeah, he was pretty much... Kind of. I called him out on MySpace. We were friends, but not really. MySpace? Yeah, on yeah, MySpace finish, back finish in that the sentence. D- way back. <laughs> so he wasn't in your top five or top eight. He wasn't in my top eight, no. But so we, so I called him out on MySpace, and we met up in the local park, and we fought. Wow. Just chucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> he kicked me in the face. <laughs> How tall was he? 
He's probably six three. That's awesome. <laughs> just so you, out of nowhere, just smoked me in the face with his foot, and I and was like, and that was it. It was over. No, and then I punched him, and I I missed, and I dislocated his shoulder. <laughs> and then I was like, dude, you I'm punched so, him, and you missed, and dislocated his shoulder. You I missed his face and hit him in the shoulder. Hit him in the shoulder. It dislocated. He was like, went to the ground. He was like, ah. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Were there a ton of people there watching? Yeah, there was like 30 people there watching. And I was like, dude, I, I don't know why we're doing this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like helped him back to the car. So like tall. He popped it back. I love it. <laughs> um, is, 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 is Facebook over for 25-year-olds? Do you do Facebook? No. So Facebook's over. It's done. I think so. You, the the it's Instagram is here. I I don't I'm not that big on the social media. But but you're but you're a, what's it called? An uh millennial? In, yeah, that too. You're an influencer. You're someone you're hip. You're you're doing the thing. You're hanging out with people like, you know. Yeah, I guess. Even though you date older women. <laughs> He's hanging out with Total. another blue check mark. <laughs> we don't get that very often. Two check marks. Do you Facebook? Do you check no, Facebook no. all the time? I don't have Facebook. I never had Facebook. Do you I have do. MySpace still? No, I don't have that either. No. I never had that either. I think my account's still up on MySpace. I was never yeah. attracted to I social media at all. And then somehow, and then I liked, um, I thought Instagram was for like photographers and I fancied myself a photographer. <laughs> and then. Wonder why. And then <laughs> just kind of just went. Yeah. That's how I got sucked into that. But I enjoy social media now. I think it's fucking awesome. I think it's cool posting something and then watching what your friends feel like they're obligated to say about it. <laughs> That's a good perspective. Can we look at Matt's um, social media? Did you, um, did you did you know Matt before this? Where are you going? Like, where are you going with this? I just want to show, look at your bench. Which one? Oh. Did I, I know him before this? Yeah. No, we met today. Yeah. Uh, but did, but you did know I know of, of him? Yeah. yeah, I knew of yeah. all of you. He, uh, you didn't know about Eric. Yeah, I did. Really? Yeah. I listened to the show. I it's know. Like we don't let Eric. Eric. Talk. Eric hates having to bring bring up my my uh, profile right now. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Can we can we look at the bench? Oh, this bench. Oh, nice. Oh, this bench. A little two by four action. Yeah. Matt built that. Two by fours and one by fours. How long did that take? Uh, it took about two hours. Yeah. We didn't have plans though. We just kind of like took a picture and. Just You're gonna to stain it. it or just leave it? I'll. I th I think I'm gonna paint it. Paint it blue. That's my cat Spotty. That's my wife Bailey. I think there's another picture of it somewhere too. What are, yeah, what are you getting at here? Where's the other picture? Oh, yeah. I heard the first thing you say <laughs> this morning okay. to him was something oh. about the badge. Look. Yeah. Your backyard. There it is. I've been in that backyard. Hey, I've been to Matt's house once. Where is it? Santa Cruz? That is housewarming. See, I invite you all the time. Never, you've never invited me since your housewarming. I have. No, you haven't? I have, yeah. Tell me when. <laughs> all the news. Let me check my diary every time I document this. Where do you, you live? Do you live in Scotts Valley? I live close to him, no. Oh. You live close by, like, you, we live in the same I can state. Make it, Why I does can... no one live here? Is it super expensive? Mar uh, uh, this is Scotts actually, Valley? I think Scotts Valley is actually a little bit cheaper. Than Santa Cruz. Yeah, but it's kind of, Santa, Cruz, it's, it's Santa Cruz is like the hub. That's where, like, the shit's happening. Not much, but there's some more shit How's happening. How's Tahoe? Is Tahoe expensive? Yeah, super expensive right Stupid. Now. <clears throat> Out of control. Yeah, the whole state's fucked up. Out of control. Do your parents own their house? Yep. You'll inherit it? Yep. Do you have siblings? Nope. Yes. <laughs> Are you spoiled? Nope. We weren't that. I mean, yes. I mean, emotionally spoiled. Yeah. 
I'm a and your only child. I'm a white kid that grew up in Lake Tahoe. <laughs> I'm spoiled. But I mean, I meant, but I meant, but I meant, um, like you're an only child. Yeah. Like you never had to share your parents. That's true. I don't know what that's like, but because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an only child. But growing up on the ski team, you had teammates, mm-hmm. and you were constantly on the road with them for months. So it was like, kind of like having brothers. You learn. Mm. You learn. People can pick you on you, interact. do shit to you. Yeah. You're not always going to be brutal. Yeah, I mean, you're totally brutal to each other all the time. <laughs> no way, kids are nice to each other. <laughs> um, but yeah, <clears throat> the housing market right now is, you can't even find a place to rent right now. Because yeah. people are VRBOing all their homes. And there's like, they're paying their entire year's mortgage with a one-week rental, so there's no long-term rental going on right now. That's kind of interesting about um, Tahoe and Santa Cruz. Parts of Tahoe are the biggest shitholes, and you're like, how could this be a shithole? These are all million-dollar homes, but it's the transient population, right? Because yep. all the people VRBOing, we have that same issue issue here. Second home. Do you have a lot of second homeowners? Oh, in? I bet you it's like one of the worst in the world. It's no. fucking, oh, dude, it's horrible here. There's no way it's worse than Tahoe. It's bad. Really? It's so bad. Yeah, it's bad. It is so bad. And this place is about as eclectic, all, this place is probably about as, eclectic as Lake Tahoe, too. It's, yeah. just, it's just all whitey here. I mean, this is... Yeah, they're all San Francisco. They're people who make a million dollars a year in San Francisco who can't afford to live there who move here. Yep. It's fucking nuts. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I mean, our house, so that's the garage, and the house itself is 900, uh, 900 square feet, like mm-hmm. 927, two-bedroom, one-bath, and like nowadays that's on the market for like... Close to a million. Yeah, that'd be a million dollars. <laughs> I lives in a million dollar house. I do not live in a million dollar house. Built that's in 1947. In, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> and look at how close they are to my neighbors. You know, you can see the houses on each side. Dude, can you do you keep getting more and more confident? Yes. And, wh- and what do you think? Um, do you ever backslide, or it's just been a steady progression? Is it two steps forward, one step back, or is, is confidence something you just keep building slowly? Slowly building. <clears throat> It's like climbing up a ladder. That's how I usually reference it. Just keep getting a little bit better at the craft every single year. Now that I have a a set plan in place, I can follow that plan throughout a training. So, like, I know what I'm doing when I'm training in the summer, whether that be dry land or on snow. And then I know what I'm doing, like, how I'm running through a race season and up to those races. It's all pretty well calculated out. And so then I can go back then after the season's over and evaluate and make adjustments. Nothing crazy, just minor. But I've now found something that works and it's pretty consistent. And, and would it be fair to say, well, define confidence for me. Define confidence? Define. <clears throat> um, trusting your ability. Trusting... Your plan, I guess. Having just pure trust in what you're doing, I guess. That's all I got. <laughs> and, and, and so um, it's, Simply. It's, it's between the ears. Yes. Uh, to a degree. I would say it's also having trust in how your body reacts to things. Because it's, it's more of a reacting and anticipating and being aware of what's going on, and you have to have confidence in that. If you don't trust what your body's going to do or react to, 
it's pretty hard to have confidence in it. So that's kind of interesting. Confidence, maybe the definition of confidence, and this is going to be really not um, poignant, but, but, but maybe insightful, is um, the reduction of lack of confidence. Maybe there's no such thing as confidence. There's just lack of confidence, and it has no opposite. Yeah. Because I was one of the coaches. How many said, times have you been at going <clears throat> into a workout and you know you're bad at it and you don't trust what you're doing? Right. And you end up just absolutely sucking at it. And right. then other things you're like, oh, I know what I'm doing here. I'm pretty proficient at this. I got this. And you do well. And well, and also the, the times that I think I'm I'm bad at it, the second that thought goes away, I don't think, hey, I'm doing great at it. It just goes away and I start doing okay at it. Yep. One of your coaches says that said something about you in an interview. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's still there. Um, that basically, I think he said you just need to let go. That was what he said. I was going to say he said you need to get out of your own way, but he said you just need to let go. Yeah. And so I was trying to figure out. I wonder what he means by let go. Does he mean like physically let go, or does he mean let go of his lack of confidence? I don't or? think he knows what that means. Oh. <laughs> 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 to be honest. It's funny, some of the answers you give, I think this guy's never going back to that team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. It keeps showing up though. Um, did you ever ask the coach when he told when he called you back in an hour? Have you have you ever talked gone back and revisited that conversation and be like, Hey dude, why are you giving me this chance? No. No, no I reason. I didn't. Just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, I was no like, no reason to harp on it. Do you I mean once about once a year they'll send me an email and be like, you need to come out to Park City for testing and then I'll fire off like 10,000 word email and just hammer them. They want to make sure, <laughs> they just want to make sure that you're not, don't have a cast on your foot or that you didn't get fat or that you don't have bags under your eyes or you travel with a crack pipe. I mean, is that, <laughs> they want to just a, yeah. a visual check. I mean, that seems yeah, fair, right? Totally. Part? They're providing a lot of support financially and it makes sense. But if, if they're not going to execute their job at 100% and do it the best that they possibly can, then I'm going to have to do that on my own. So, sorry. I'm going to take some action and and trust myself and do it the way I kind of want to do it, unfortunately, for are them. You, <clears throat> are you cool with it, or are you bitter, or are you... Uh, I'm a little bitter, for sure. It's, f it's frustrating just watching year after year my teammates be hurt. And they keep doing the same things. And and I'm not saying that my teammates are doing the wrong thing. They totally could be doing the right thing for them. Because people are going to get hurt performing at the level. You're, you're, your, you're asking more of your body than 99.99999% yes. of us. But there's things that they do that could be 100% avoidable. Okay. As far as technique and lifting. And you watch it and it just looks painful. And it's become more and more apparent to you as you go down the road yeah. of CrossFit. Just the re-injury rate of athletes, too. When they come back, they get injured, and they go through the whole PT process, and they end up hurt again with the same injuries. And you're like, there's something going on there. That needs to be addressed. <clears throat> that needs to be, like, priority. Like, how can we be better? They're not like... Like every single w girl in the collegiate soccer program, um, Division One has had ACL tear. Yeah. 99.9% .9 of them. Uh, hey, guys. Both knees. Because they don't squat <laughs> below parallel. Yeah. Whatever. Or, or whatever the reason know. is. Yeah. But you're like, that needs to be addressed. And they keep talking about how we need to become more athletic and, and more fit. And they keep doing these programs. And 
not seeing results or not even measuring results and you're like what are we doing here guys we can do better and you get that from crossfit yeah and they, it's so flattering it's so cool and i don't really mm-hmm. i mean i know crossfit's great but it is a nice validation to have an olympian someone who's like pushing their body that hard to be like hey yeah i just go to fucking crossfit avalanche or crossfit blizzard or yeah. crossfit dream dream town dream yeah. dream dream <laughs> dream boat <laughs> He's going to be bummed that you said that. <laughs> CrossFit Dreamboat. <laughs> Some of these names. How do these people come up with CrossFit? What's his name? Dream what? Dreamtown. Dreamtown. Don't harp on it. Yeah, man. He's what, self-conscious what's about it. You haven't what's even their, seen the shirts yet. What, what, yeah, yeah. Let me see the shirts. What are they? What, is he, what are they? Rainbows? I'm not sure. He's building the Smurfs? gym right now. What's his name? It's a pretty cool logo. What's his name? Jason Berger. Jason Berger. Yeah, if you get made fun of on this show, you've made it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, do, you, do you, as a kid, did you pee in your suit? I peed my pants. But no, I know. Skiing. Pants. But skiing, yeah. Yes. Would you just pee in your suit? I mean, on purpose, though, right? When I was very young. And you remember doing that? No. Oh, someone just told you? Yeah. Oh, that's. I'd ski with my boots on. Sometimes. It's a pretty cool logo. It is. It is. I don't. Yeah. What is that? Is he Muslim? It looks like a Muslim <laughs> logo. No, he's not Muslim. Which one of them is he? Is he the guy who looks like Adam Carolla in the upper left? That's uh, David Diamond. No, the guy in the he, left that looks like Adam Carolla right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. No. Oh, he's buff. He needs his own gym. Yeah, it's Jason. He races off-road. Uh, like, I don't know. He's going to totally get mad at me for not knowing this. Like trophy trucks, kind of. Oh. With, like, professional... Monster Don't energy, worry. guys. Don't worry. Uh-huh. Only six people know about that. And, That's and David Brett. Diamond. He was in Berlin, the band. Really? Yeah. Wow. Pretty cool. And now he's taking his millions and retired in Tahoe, driving up the housing prices. <laughs> Did you ever see Berlin Live? <laughs> no. I just like it how smart people fucking do CrossFit. Here's a guy who knows about excellence, who's 25, and here's a guy who knows about excellence, who's 55, and... Um, and they fucking meet at a gym. Yeah. And look at this guy, short, three inches of pipe. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah, the GC, I'm totally blowing it. <laughs> Can you build? Could you build that bench that Matt built? Yes. You got skills like that? Yeah, I, rebu- I rebuilt a boat last fall. Yeah, that is, it, is it your boat? Yeah. Is it in the water, at Lake Tahoe? Yeah. Is that the boat you fish off of? Yep. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I didn't re. But I like pretty much remodeled the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, that bench wasn't wasn't too difficult. That no. can't be that can't be cheap remodeling a boat. It wasn't too bad. I kept it pretty cheap. How about the tools? Did you end up wasting a lot of money no. on tools you'll never use again? No, my dad has my dad was a he built homes for a living, so he has mm. three of everything you could ever possibly okay. imagine. So, tools are pretty cheap. There was a great line yeah. there from Fast Times at Ridgemont High you could have used. Uh, My dad has a killer set of tools. <laughs> you know that movie? Yeah. Forgot that line. Who says, who says that? Uh, Sean Penn says that. Like he totals his buddy's card, the Camaro or whatever. My dad's got a killer tool set. My dad's got a killer set of tools. I went through every single question. I never do that. That's not good. No, it's... I, it's fine. We've been here a while. What time is it? Do you have to pee? 
Yeah, terribly. Me too. I, I, I've got three more questions, and we can, okay. we can finish this thing. Can, okay. you, hold, can you hold it? Yeah. Make these short. i got to piss bad. They're short, quick hitters. Um, one, you didn't bring any condoms home from the Olympics? Not a one. Okay. okay. I didn't even see them. Just wanted to clear the air on that. I'm so bummed you weren't in Olympic Village just shagging honeys. That could have been a whole show. <laughs> Dude, if you're single at the <laughs> Olympic Village, though, you can kill it. That's what really? I hear. That's what yeah. I hear. I hear as soon as you're done with your, your shit, it's like, Game on. Yeah, because <clears throat> everyone comes to the same place to eat. It's like a giant cafeteria, like all the countries. So you're just sitting down, and you could just walk on up to anyone. Isn't it all McDonald's? Yeah. How fucked is that? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, free McDonald's in the Athlete Village, and there's athletes eating it, and you're like, you just slam the McRibs. And have you seen Have you seen the movie Magic Pill? Watch that. It's on I Netflix. watched it. I, I watched it last night. It's amazing, right? It's crazy. Fuck fructose. Dude. I mean, we already know that here in the office, but man, if you, if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. That and McDonald's has got to be. That bread's got Fucked. So bad for you. Hey, that would be a great video of you in Olympic Village next time and someone's drinking a McDonald's Coke and you just walk <laughs> up to them and smack the <laughs> shit out of it. I'll do that. Awesome. <laughs> that shit will go viral as fuck. Fuck. You get up to 12,000 followers. It's crazy that I guess <laughs> I guess they're the Olympic sponsor. But yeah. it's that's ridiculous. It's, it's Coca-Cola. It's nine. How they are the sponsor of like the, the, quintus, the tip the tip of the spear for athletics. Fucked. Athletic okay. competition. So lots of boning in the village you didn't partake in it. No. You didn't take home any condoms. No. Okay. Did you hear like a squeaking a squeaking coming from your like bunkmates? Well, I guess you weren't in the village, so. Dude, we were in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Our neighbor may or may not have been farming dogs. <laughs> Is that because the downhill team doesn't get respect? Like, if you would have been something a little more, did like the more popular commercial no. sports get? You don't really want to be in the athlete village. Oh. I mean, it's probably, okay. it's probably behind <clears throat> the hills further away. Than yeah, we were 45 right? minutes away, and like dealing with traffic sucked. Driving sucks. We were five minutes from the hill. We had a. All, we had our own space, own chefs. They flew in beds for us, so we had like. Did you have a big bed? Super, yeah. Awesome. Huge king size bed, Tempur Pedic. Okay, um, and then. <laughs> yeah, what was the last one? Uh, oh, uh, w- will you hit 100 miles per hour before you're 30? Potentially. <sighs> it depends. How many guys have hit 100? One. And you hit 99? Yeah. It depends on. Eric, land the plane. Yeah, I've depends. Never- <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully, I'll come back and tell you when I'm 100. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've never seen it like that.